If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. You're listening to the Ill-Advised Wise Guys podcast, starring Uche and QDZ. Yo, 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 we are the ill-advised wise guys. It's your boy, Ooch. I got my boy, QDZ, for Sheezy. It's way too easy. I'm on Zoom easy. It's not easy operating with this thing, you know, but, you know, you just try. You live and you learn. Any any mistakes or issues or errors you run into, just don't run into those errors next time. Yo, why why did you sound like you just wanted to say wreck it though? Like you, the wreck it. You just sounded like wreck it. Wreck it was coming right after that. Hey, listen, your New York accent, man. What's wrong with you? Listen, listen, listen. It's, it's, I got it's, I got I got another record for you. I got for the for the radio, the record player. <laughs> <laughs> Now, nah, but this, we are the ill-advised wise guys. Listen, this is episode seventy-one. As you guys can all see, we have seventy. We got a new setup. I know you get to see our face. You can now see our faces. We're gonna make this more, more, uh, more common for y'all, man. We we mess with y'all for messing with us, so we're giving y'all some some more some more views for your head time. For sure, for sure. And I know that that y'all wanted to see my sexy face. You know, y'all, y'all, y'all thought I was gonna fall off, right? Y'all thought I was gonna have this crazy beard. Y'all thought my eyes were gonna be swelling. I'm, I, 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 I cleaned up. I cleaned up myself. I learned how. I learned how to shake myself up. Well, you, oh, you, you know what? Last couple of days, I learned how to shake myself up. I'm glad you said that, man. You know what? I know how to do it well, Bruh, You remember when I, I used? Remember I used to cut your hair in college? Yeah. Those were the days that I opted to not go to class because uh, I was looking rough after. Do you know that you still owe me money? I, I did it for free all that whole time, man. I, I probably cut your hair like at least 25 times total. At least. 25? Bruh, at a certain point you were like, man, you were like, man, I don't even care, man. Just cut it all off, man. I, don't, I literally don't care. I was like, okay. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's what are you true. talking about? I used to rock the no hairline, the <laughs> hair look. That is, that is. True. But uh, but anyway, for for those of you guys who are not familiar, I'm Ooch. That's Q. Like I said, man. Hey, we we appreciate y'all for joining us. Um, for those of you guys who've been rocking with us for for a while, thank you. For those of you guys who this is the first time that you've ever seen our face or heard our voice. We appreciate you guys as well. If you don't mind, though, do one favor for us. One, just one, one little favor, one little favor. Please go over to Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. Um, if you're listening on Apple products, go on Apple Pro- Podcasts, leave us a review or a rating. We would really appreciate it. It helps our show grow, you know? We, I'm, I'm begging. We're now in, uh, in, in the UK because of you guys. Like, somehow, they like what we talk about. 
I don't know. Maybe it's the way we speak English. I, I, I don't know. Have you figured it out? I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Because I, I really don't know. It's maybe, I think there was a couple of times you said, butter instead of butter. Maybe it's <laughs> like, yo, we connect. It's cool to say butter that way. You know, yeah. what? you know what? It was, maybe it was the episode called Pass the Butter when you were going at, when you were going at uh, 21 Savage. <laughs> You was go. You were going in on him. You were going. I was. I love Twenty One Savage. What are you talking about? I wasn't going in. It was all you were, fun game. You were going, y'all. Hey, go back and check the tape, the recordings this time. Sorry, check the record. Check the record. The record. Twenty One. Um, shout out Twenty One. Yeah, we look. We rock. We rock with Twenty One. But anyway, yeah. Leave us a leave us a review if you guys could. We appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And then also. Do everything you can to go and vote in ratingsgamemusic.com for album of March. Uh, we're going to be closing that polls real soon. Right now, Lil Uzi Vert is in the lead. Uh, you want to know what second place is? Second place right now is, I got to pull this up real quick. You know, we got the whole, we got the whole setup right now. But it's very interesting because a lot of hot ass stuff dropped in March. I don't think that many hot ass albums dropped in April, but March was a hot ass album month. So like I said, um, Bluesy Vert was, is in first place right now. And in second place, we actually got Jordan Lucas and Lil Uzi Vert, Love vs. The World, too. So go ahead and vote what we're going to do. We're going to make all these hot-ass albums go against each other, and that is going to be the way that we pick album of the year. It's going to be strictly fan-based. So it's going to be fun. That's a little, little cool little thing that we're going to be doing. Yeah. Check it out. Y'all go vote, for sure. That's a good, that's a nice one, man. Um, but, you know, as you guys are familiar Coronavirus is taking over, COVID-19, whatever the hell you want to call it, man. And they're trying to reopen everything, you know. I think it was this week. might have been yesterday at the Atlanta governor and uh, the Texas governor are basically reopening the whole state. Um, wait, did I say Atlanta? I meant Georgia. Georgia governor, sorry. Yeah. He, he's, uh, he's, you know, they're, they're opening up the whole state. And... Uh, Hey, if y'all are in those states, I wonder how y'all feel about that. Like, is that something that you guys want? Because apparently there's been a whole lot of protests. <laughs> for, for whatever reason, people are protesting, I guess, to get back out there because uh, they're, they're, they're tired of being cooped up in the house. Is that what it is? Or, no, I mean, or the, is it the small business owners that, that, that are really out of business, they want to get some money? Is that what it is? Or is it a little bit of both? I mean, I think at the end of the day, like a lot of people aren't working. Like, yeah, you know, a lot of people are not working. They're not making money. They got all these bills that are due. They want to get out there. You know, the thing that's interesting is this: if you don't have coronavirus, you don't directly feel the impact of it. So you kind of downplay it at a certain point. You're like, man, I haven't gotten it after all these weeks. You know, what's the big deal of opening up the country? I think a lot of people feel that way. Um, personally, I think if you're going to open up, take a very safe approach. 
all these people are saying open things up, but the, the, the decision's on you. Do you feel like going out there? I don't think anybody is putting a shotgun to your head telling you to go out there. So it's on you if you feel comfortable. Um, you know? I don't know, man. I, 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 guess, I guess it's tough, though. It's tough, man. Because like, if you work for a company that's forcing everybody to come back to work, but you're not really ready to do that, you you in a, a weird situation, right? Because what what do you do at that point? Do you do you tell your job, yo, I'm not coming in? What the hell are you talking about? Or <laughs> yeah, you would do that, right? And then you sue. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, hey, that's tough. But hey, we, I'm I'm gonna be monitoring that because we're in the DMV area, so you know it's 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 gonna be uh, whenever that day is that they reopen things, we all gonna be hit with a tough decision to make at that point. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a very, very tough decision. It's a tough decision. You know, the tough part, which club do we go to first? Very tough. We go to Park at 14 first, Ozio. Damn. Hey, I got a suggestion. I'm partying my ass off that day. How about you go to Park or you go to one place, but then you sign into a Zoom session for all the other places, like while you're at Park? That Bruh, You're the moment, them all at the same time. Bruh, the moment <laughs> the world opens up, I'm putting Zoom into the recycle bin in my MacBook. <laughs> this is traumatizing. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like it though. I kind of like it. I this is gonna get this. This this opens up wounds. So, it opens up, yeah, right. It opens up wounds. We might have to move the teams, man. This is tough. Let's move I'm, on. To be honest with you, yeah, like, I would not have been able to do this at 23, 22, mm. 23, 24. We remember back in the day we was partying like we would party on Tuesday. We would go to DC. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, except for Sunday though. Sunday we we, we praise the Lord on Sunday. You, you, you praise the Lord, the Lord. Uh, unless you live in Miami and you go to Miami. You going to live? Yeah, hell yeah. We would party every day. And we would think about partying. We would think about texting, meeting up people. I could not do this at 22, 23, 24. So I, I feel agree. Bad, you know, but this is good though. This is good. It's a new way to party. We introducing a new way to turn up. We'll see if it lasts, man. It's a depressing way, but it's a new way. But guess, but guess what's happening? A lot of artists are bored. They can't tour. They, 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 they're sad that, uh, you know, uh, they have nothing to do. You know, you would think that artists would be out here, musical artists would be out here making music, right? They'll be in their element. What what better time to just get in the zone to make music? Rather, we got people like French Montana and Young Thug beefing over people trying to put up a competition between French Montana and, and, uh, and, and Kendrick Lamar. I don't know about you, man, but... I don't think that, that that lineup even looks legitimate. Like, why, in, in what world would French Montana even be in comparison to Kendrick Lamar? Now, I get it. I get it. I even heard where French Montana was coming from, where he said, he's like, yo, man, if, if we talking about hit, though, he's like, man, listen, I'm competitive. I, why shouldn't I think I would win? From that standpoint, I agree with him. And then also from the standpoint of straight hits, if we're talking about chart-topping, billboard, what, what songs is making the radio, what songs actually have people, uh, you know, what songs are they playing on rotation? I really believe French Montana 
has a legitimate claim in terms of hits. Is he a better artist than Kendrick Lamar? It's not even close. Like, that's not even a legit question. He's disqualified. He doesn't even stand up to the competition. But in terms of hits, I think French has a, he got an argument, right? Or no? Well, it depends. It depends. Is, on is the corona kicking in? It depends. It depends on what you mean by hits. Depends okay. on what you mean by hits. So, like, if you're talking about who has more songs that can get a club jumping, Prince Montana. I mean, we talking shot caller. We talking can't worry about nothing. We talking about hot that. We talking about unforgettable. unforgettable. Exactly. He Come can get a club jumping. But if we talking about straight up hits, I don't think he can touch Kendrick Lamar. And I, I think it's just Kendrick Lamar just has too many dope ass joints that can be played on the radio, could be considered like somebody's favorite song, could be, you know, could have a lasting impact. So yeah. I get where, I, but that's where I think Prince Montana was coming from. He was. I do think though, there's a, there's a weird distinguishing, um, I'll call it a, I, there's a discrepancy I, I'm noticing between what the word hit means. Like, for whatever reason I'm noticing, some people think hit means it gets played in the club. When we're not in that that era anymore where things have to be in the club for it to be a hit. Right? Exactly. exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like exactly. I've been, nobody has, I haven't heard anybody say that, but I, when it's almost like people, when people use the word hit, they're thinking it means club. When that's not true, always. It's not. It's not. Kendrick got hits. Kendrick got mad hits. Yeah, I mean, we talking, but you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? All right ain't going to get like a club. I mean, it could. It could, but it's like, it's right. club popping for, for a different reason than Bruh. Pop Dad does. You know what I'm Bruh, saying? Play, play Mad City. Play Mad City in the club. Oh, hell yeah. Club is losing their fucking I wouldn't even mind. consider that a, personally, I wouldn't consider that a hit. I wouldn't consider Mad City a hit. I would consider that just a hot ass song that like, all right. Is it just make you feel some type of way? But I see, I see what you're doing. There. I still don't think French has more hits than Kendrick Lamar. But once again, it's like you know, a lot of French's hits. Is it a hit because of him? That's the new argument. That's a and whole nother debate, man. That's not, debate. Not, to me, that's a debate that that. I feel like if I feel like if you make that argument or if you ask that question, that's opening a rabbit hole, and you're gonna start to discredit him. Because you know, I don't know if you saw how much is he really contributing to those songs that we that we that we say he's you know that he's made a hit. Because I don't know, like unforgettable. How much is he? How much credit does he really get for unforgettable? That's Sway Lee. Come on, I mean that's Sway Lee. But however, he put it together. So I don't know. I mean, I would give him credit. So I'm still gonna give him credit for it. But Kendrick Lamar's hit-making resume is more impressive to me. That what Kendrick Lamar was able to make more unique hits, more dynamic hits, hits that probably aren't supposed to be hits, that just resonated with people more than what French Montana had. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not even sure Humble was supposed to be a club hit. I feel like that joint was supposed to be a competitive song that just resonated with people. I think I think I think Kendrick's damn album was that's probably his most obvious attempt to be in a club. 
like all of those songs. The one with Rihanna. Oh, for sure. The the um, all of them element DNA. They're all meant. To- I mean, but but club or hit. You know what I'm no, saying? saying like- but I'm saying, but when I say, well, I, I'm I'm talking about for Kendrick, right? Because we gotta we gotta change the curve now. Because not a club make. He's not a, a he's not a musician that makes music for the club. So I'm just saying for him though. I feel like that album was the one where he. It almost seemed like he was kind of trying to make music. Oh, for sure. That's outside true. of his damn. For sure. Space. You know? Some of them, some of the songs actually had like DJs. Some of the songs had like a DJ in the beginning, like new, new Kendrick, Kendrick. So like, I think, but he, he tried to do it in a sarcastic way. I think he was trying to prove a point. Kung Fu Kenny. You know what I'm saying? Kung Fu Kenny. That's that new Kung Fu Kenny, Kenny, Kenny. You know, but, it's a, but, but, but at the same time, I'm yeah. tired of people trying to discredit French Montana to make a point. We don't gotta discredit the man to make a point that Kendrick got more hits. French Montana got hits too. He does. Like I think I think there's a discrepancy in the type of artist that they are, right? Like if you just look at these two on their own, what, like you would ask yourself, why are we even having this conversation? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like when it's all said and done, let's be real. Kendrick Lamar is gonna go down as one of the one of the best ever rapper. And, I've been peeping. I've been. I've been really paying attention to this because he's really only dropped three solo studio albums. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he's dropped three projects, but and he don't do mixtapes. Like, what section eighty? You talking about that? He don't do mixtapes no more since he since he started dropping albums. He don't be really doing mixtapes. So. Exactly. Like I, I mean, I would throw in section eighty and um, Untitled Unmastered as a part of his discography, but like those are not really studio albums you know like they're 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 projects but like i don't even think people consider those when they talk about kendrick lamar's discography like section 80 maybe but for the most part it's it usually starts with good kid and it should it should so but hey we could talk talk about this all day but man let's let's get into let's get into the next topic man you know the draft just happened oh hell yeah yeah my jets my jets done got more powerful um, I can't remember. Damn. Actually, they, they <laughs> how the hell did they get? They drafted a new quarterback. They drafted a new quarterback. What? what? They, they don't got Sam Darnold. They got Eason. I, I love me some Sam Darnold. I love me some Sam. Darnold. He will be the next Tom Brady. Just give him three more years. Wait, Tom Brady when he was a sixth round draft pick, or the Tom Brady <laughs> in the Hall of Fame? He would be the elite Tom Brady. He would be the Tom Brady that was winning championships. Give us some time. Hey, time. you said the same thing about Jameis Winston. I just want to let the, you and the people know that Woo, you were just a crab leg. Tempe's championship contender right now. Yeah, without him. <laughs> <laughs> the man formerly known as a championship. Huh? South Apachulia got a championship with Golden State. What does that got to do with Jameis Winston? <laughs> I don't know. What are you talking about anyway, man? Like, hold on, did you see did you see the the dude who there's a meme going on with the, the girlfriend of one of the dudes who got drafted named C D Lamb? Yeah. We're trying to steal his phone away. What'd you think of that, man? Like I thought that was pretty funny, man. I thought that was pretty funny. What was that? Like, you know, was that his burner phone? Like was that bro, his what was I don't know. you know, you know it could what, 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 it couldn't have been his burner phone. Cause what did my man Kevin Kevin Gates say? I got I got one for the dogs and one for the girls. Or what did he say? 
He said, I got a, I got two for one for the plug and one for the low. Oh, that's it, one for the plug and one for the low. <laughs> yeah, which one was that? Which I mean, I was confused. I was I was really confused. Bro, that couldn't have been a burner phone, because why would he put his burner phone out in the public where his girl would be able to see it? Isn't that phone supposed to be secret? Uh, you, you don't get it. Yeah, I mean, you, it's just a phone. It's just a phone. All right, man. It could be his plug phone. He got one for the plugs. I'm sure plugs, if we translated plugs to NFL Zex, there you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I didn't hear anybody talking about that. It could have been NFL. She didn't want her, he didn't want her to be on Instagram or wherever the hell she was trying to do because somebody was trying to hit him up to draft him, right? Exactly. That's the biggest moment of his life. And she's trying to be on the phone that somebody trying to hit him up about. Man, come on. Man, man. You gotta, you gotta come you on. gotta. You gotta keep them smart people around you during them draft days, man. Are you trying to say she's not smart? I didn't say that, but that was not smart what she did. I will agree with that. <laughs> I'm not saying she ain't smart, but that was not that. smart decision. Hell yeah. All right, let's uh hey, let's get into some new music though, man. We talked about the shenanigans long enough. Yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. Let's get into some new music. Yeah. What's the throne? So, with the first album on the Watch the Throne segment, we have none other than the Baby, aka Baby Jesus, aka whatever the hell he calls himself after the other AKAs. But uh, he dropped a new album. Did you know that? Yeah. yeah. It was called Blame It on Baby, because apparently, you know, he's a, he's the villain and uh, he wants us to blame him for things. So, what'd you think of the album? Well, I mean, when you talk about blaming on Baby, what are we blaming on? What are we blaming on? Is it is it is it the coronavirus? Is it like what? But anyway, um, we're around town. We're around the hood, in the streets. Wait, wait, wait! The hood or the hood? Remember, hood. Remember, like Ace Hood. <laughs> like he established that there's two different hoods. Remember? In the hood. In the hood, in the streets. See, it's different. I'm on board. I'm on board. In the hood and street, you see random stuff in the hood, in the in the, the streets, but yeah. nothing random in the hood. Yeah, and you see random, you see random babies, like you know. Exactly. You know, exactly. Little, little babies and dumb babies. You know, a bunch of little babies. It's a bunch of babies. We on the, we, we on the same page there. Absolutely. Um, word around town is that you know the baby can't switch his flows up. Uh, that the baby is one dimensional. And so with this album, I have a feeling that he wanted to show people that he's a versatile artist. He wanted to show people that, you know, he can rap over beats that are dynamic. He wanted to show people that he has different flows in his arsenal. You know, he wanted to show people that he's a hit maker that's not, it's not a fluke. And so he, he was a man on a mission on this album. And so for me, here's the thing. When people choose to experiment, which that's, that's what I think this is. I think this, this whole body of work is an experimental body of work. It can either go left or it can be something that, they, that, that makes you even more popular, makes you even more heralded. Harold did, 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 did that. Um, I don't know how I, I, I legitimately don't know how I feel about this album. 
Because in one sense, like on my first listen, I kind of felt like he was reaching, kind of felt like he was trying to do things so different that it just kind of came across as a little unauthentic. But then at the same time, you know, there's songs like Find My Way, where he completely switches up his flow. He hits us with a nice little melody. I'm like, yo, this might be the next step the baby needs to take to blow up even more. Uh, when it's all said and done, I think it's a solid body of work. Um, do I think it's better than his previous two albums? I think it's better than his second album. I don't think it's better than his first one. But, you know, it's funny. We always talk about, you know, you want the same old artist. We, we, we complain about artists getting, changing up and switching up. You want the same old artists. And then when they finally decide to switch up, you're like, yo, we don't like this version of this artist. I think that's what's happening here. I think it's a different the baby. I'm not sure it's the baby that I, it's a version of the baby that I like, but it's different. And I think in due time, keep giving this album a shot. Keep or keep pay attention to which singles he brings out because I think it's something that's gonna grow on you when it's all said and done. Okay. Great. What would you give what would you give it, man? Come on, pick wisely. I'm gonna give it a C. Not a C plus, not a C minus, a, a C average. Um Though, like I said, he, he hit us with nice flows and he switched up his style a little bit. I just felt like the whole body of work was a little rushed, which I'm, I'm sure it was. It kind of came out of nowhere. Um, and then also, when it's all said and done, I think the big issue is not the baby's flows. I think the big issue is the baby resorts to lyrics that are like just really generic. Like he doesn't step outside of the bully slash I'm smashing your woman lyrical content realm. You know what I'm saying? If he can step outside of that, he could be one of the top artists in the game. He can be a top artist in the game. If he can, if he can just expand on his content, I think he can get better. And I, I personally don't think he expanded on his content on his album. Mm. I'm not mad at that grade, man. And I guess for me, uh, I'll start with the fact that, I'll be honest, I don't think I needed another body of work from him at this point. Like, you know, I feel like some artists, you know, they feel very um, obligated to kind of like keep their foot on the gas. And I, yeah. from an artist standpoint, I'm good with that because that's a... I guess in music, because people have such short attention spans, it's a good strategy. So I'm not mad at the strategy, but I feel like sometimes the strategy can come off it can backfire. Unaffected, right? Like sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I feel like in this time, I didn't really need new music from him. Why did I say that? Because, I mean, he, like you said, to, to your point, right? He, he doesn't really have a, a wide variety of subject matters that he's kind of just exposed to us you know like when he's getting into his his ignorant shit i'm yeah. cool with that i love it i i'm not even gonna lie i love it right we had a conversation i don't know 
maybe a pot, maybe one episode, maybe two episodes ago where um, I had to retract my support for him being so ridiculous, right? Remember when he slapped that one girl in the club, right? Yeah, yeah. I was like, man, the baby has been one of my favorite artists because it almost seems like everything he does is just so authentic. And while that is a major part of music, uh, you know, it can get a little bit tiring. So let me get into the review. Mm-hmm. My, as far as this album is concerned, it was kind of generic, man. It was kind of generic. Um, I do believe it was a better album than his last one called Kirk. Um, but going back to some of just the songs that I think he he he, he thrives at, which are songs like Rockstar, right, with Roddy Rich. I think that's one of the better songs in this project. Mm-hmm. Um, also, it's called Talk About It, right? That's probably one of the better, the better examples of him giving his opinion, giving us more than just the regular generic, I'm gonna slap you, I got three women, and, you know, I got them in the car. Like the regular stuff that we hear from him, he gave us a little bit more on Talk About It, but like not a whole lot. Mm-hmm. At a certain point, while I respect his grind, and I think it's, I think it's dope, man, because he, he's, he's keeping his foot on the gas, mm-hmm. milking it. I just don't think this album was that good. Like, it was, it was average. Um, it rushed. It was rushed. It was rushed, and it was, it was kind of average to me. So I'm, I'll, I'll give it a C as well. I'm bordering C minus, though. I'm bordering. Bordering C minus. Bordering. But, I, but I, I'm going to give him a solid C. I'll give him a solid C. And then it's, it's – so the question is this. Is it – the expectations has risen on him. And so you kind of grade him a little more harsh because in any given day, this is a unique album for your average artist. This would be considered a unique album. I mean, cause he has, think about the, the song with, with him and Future, which I actually enjoy, Light Skin. I don't, I don't like that song. What? I don't like that song, dog. Are I, you American? I promise you I don't like that song. I, my favorite songs, I'll give you mine. My favorite songs are uh, Blame It On Baby, which is fire. What? Okay, all right. No, 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 no. Here's why it's fire. It's because he, like, the production for it. Like, he gave us something different, at least from a damn song structure standpoint. Like, that was just different from him. I thought it was dope. Different, but is different good? Not always. And we'll get into that later, right? You got okay. an example, a perfect example. That. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Which, by the way, yeah. coronavirus. I think it affects your ear too. So <laughs> you're crazy. The 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 two the two <laughs> songs you just named tells me you might have corona. You cra- dude, dude. You're crazy for thinking light skin shit is a good song. It's not good. Like, good. That, you're talking about unique. So if you're gonna say blame it on baby is unique. That song is unique too. No, no, no. I'm saying it's unique and good. I was just saying it was unique just to throw it in, like for icing on the cake. I actually think Blame It On Baby is a good song. Like, I like the song, personally. To each his own. But hey. But to hell with your each. I, yeah, right. I only got three songs that's good. To each your own. Uh, Rockstar with Roddy Rich. Then we got Blame It On Baby. And then I like the Talk About It. Those are the only three songs that I really like, to be honest with you. Mm. So you didn't like Champion. I thought he spit hard on Champion. I thought that was like an acceptance speech song for him. You didn't like Nasty with Ashanti? I thought that was... put up a legendary performance on that. Legendarily good? 
Legendary. I was going to say legendary. Legendarily bad. She sunk her heart out. Let me just put it that way. I'll be honest. Megan Thee Stallion further proves why I'm scared of her on that song. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Megan Thee Stallion is a bully. Yeah, I'm scared of Megan, dog. Like, I don't want no parts. I don't want no romance with her. I want no smoke. I want no smoke with Megan Thee Stallion. She, she is a bully. A boss bully. I thought Ashanti was, her, the addition of Ashanti was decent, though. Like, I, I didn't think she destroyed the song. I thought it was okay. Why is it, why is it anytime somebody asks Ashanti to be on their album, she recycles? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Ashanti, we want you to be on our song, but could you use a course that you did back in 2001? Like, I don't get it. Like, Ashanti's better than that. Is she, though? That, this is probably proving that she's not better than that. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying she. I'm not saying that definitively. I'm saying that's probably to your argument. Like, why are people asking her to recycle so much? Maybe she. I say, we, I say I, we settle this with a, a damn contest with them contests that they got. Ashanti versus uh, who? Ashanti versus Lumi D or something? Ashanti no. versus who's on Ashanti's lane? Lil Mo. It's like not. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they both were. They both were on Jaws stuff. I don't know who's on her lane, man. I'm not sure. They both were on Jaws stuff. Christina Million. Hell no, she don't got. She don't got. She don't got records. She got records, dog. Does not have records like between between me and you or whatever that song with her and Ja Rule. You can literally go Ja Rule feature for Ja Rule feature. You 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 might have the Rona. The the Rona might be infecting your ability to to reason. <laughs> I'm not sure, man. Hey, let's move on, though, because I give that a C, man. I, I don't think it's that great. So. <laughs> I agree. So, anyway. So, the next album is a duo that I'm sure you love. Division, Amuse. What, what, what's, that, what's the album called again? Amuse in Her Feelings. Yes. How do you feel about that album, sir? I will make this quick and concise because I can go on for days about Division. Okay. Uh, I think the album is great. I'll, just, I'll, start by, I'll start with that. The reason why I think it's great is because I would say once again, Division manages to uh, create lively music that is almost exactly what we need. Like, for whatever reason, whenever Division drops music, it's almost like there's a void. It's, it's almost like they have a reservation That's a good point. for music releases. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's like people anticipate them. Maybe hot music is not dropping. I don't know. Maybe it's a combination of all of that. But they managed to just swoop in and, like, to me, steal the show of last week. I get it. The baby's a better... A, a more anticipated artist from a commercial standpoint at this point. But if we're talking about real music, come on. Come, come on, come on, come on. Well, I'm, historically, historically, on, historically, Division has been leaders in like innovative R&B music. Like they've, exactly. they've been the ones that have kind of taken what R&B music is great. Like what makes R&B music great They've taken it to the next level. Exactly, and so and so that's where I'm, and that's I'm glad you said that because that's sort of where I was going with my review, right? 
Because when you start getting into the new era of R&B and where that's headed and what that sounds like and who's actually pushing the envelope forward, it's so amazing to see dudes out of Toronto, man. Like, your average person probably doesn't even really understand who Division is or even know what the hell they look like. But they managed to flip the the switch this time around, right? Because on their first album, September 5th, which I maintain till, still to this day that that's, that might be a classic album. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm bordering on Mike because, you know, we'll see how things land, but I feel like that has the trajectory of that. And then they had their second album, Morning After, which is more of a continuation on that R&B feel. But this album, they switched it up a little bit, right? Like they gave us more of an up-tempo vibe where they still gave us that core R&B 90s, um, you know, alternative R&B sound, um, but sprinkled in a little bit of EDM, a little bit of uh, hip hop in a way, right? Where you know, they had songs with Summer Walker uh, called Flawless, Do It Well. Do It Well was part, what, part three? Do Well was on uh, September 5th. So um, I, I can't, I would be remiss if I didn't mention the the four song stretch that they had on this pro- on this project, which I thought was just amazing. They they had courtside with with uh with Jesse Reyes, which by the way, when I first heard the song, I didn't think was amazing, but I thought after listening to the album once, it kind of fit in the album. But starting out with that and then getting into um, Miss Me, right? which kind of sounds like Trey songs in a way, but old Trey songs. I thought the song was, is really good. Then you get into No Crying, right? Like these are all songs that normally, I, I should say historically, you would not associate with Division. But somehow they were able to, 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 to you know, get their footing in and make it, make it their own. And I guess with that being said, with the versatility in this album um, and, and them staying true to themselves, I'm going to give this album about a B plus. Like this is a strong, a very strong album. Ooh, very very strong Ooh. album. B plus. B plus, man. B plus. Whoa. I would argue there's maybe two songs I don't think are that good, but that's even a stretch. Because if anything, I would argue they're album filler songs, and they're not bad. But usually, I'm used to division song, all of them just hitting. I'm gonna give this. I'm a B plus, man. That's what I believe. What do you think? Well, Division doesn't make bad music. They're, they don't make bad, like even what you would consider a bad song is not a bad song. It's, it's just an album filler, like you just said. They are outstanding. They're an outstanding R&B act. Um, you know, sort of like the baby, right? What I said earlier, I said, um, when you want to be experimental in music, it can go left or it can work to your advantage. I think yeah. in this case, it actually works to uh, Division's advantage. Like you said earlier, their previous work was a lot more the definition of uh, R&B, like a lot more smooth, a lot more focus on soul. Um, you know, yeah. our guy, Daniel Daly, he is an outstanding vocalist. I, I dare you to challenge him when it comes to reaching notes. They challenge him when it comes to melodies. I dare to challenge him when it comes to just expressing yourself through singing. Like, you know, that's something that people don't talk about much. Like, for singers, 
what makes them great is they can express exactly how they feel when they start singing. And I think Daniel Daly is as good as anybody doing that. But with that being said, on this album, it's very versatile. It's, it's experimental. Um, Daniel Daly still stays true to who he is. He's still soulful. Um, he's still a dude that kind of straddles the line between uh, heartbreaker and romantic perfectly. I think he stays true to himself on this album. He doesn't switch up much. Mm-hmm. Now, 1985, the producer, which, by the way, guys, Division is made of two people, 1985 and Daniel Daly. I didn't know that. Because remember the first time I, I talked to you about Division, I said, yo, he is so dope. <laughs> that dude, Division, is so tight. Who is this guy? You were like, it's a, it's a duo. I was like, what the hell are you talking about? But anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one person the entire time. Right? I think it's one person. So yeah. 1985 and Daniel Daly. I think Daniel Daly stays true to himself on this album. He doesn't do anything drastically different on this album, but it's 1985 that gets challenged. He hits us with beats that are club beats. He Mm -hmm. hits with soulful beats, even Dangerous City. Dangerous City is like a mix between some island stuff and some like, you know, like some just radio stuff, you know, so. It just works, man. It works, it works. And so I think it's a body of work that should tell people that don't stay stagnant in your craft. You should want growth. Yes. You should want growth from an artist. Like Division is showing you that they're trying to grow. They're trying to put themselves in uncomfortable situations. This is something that should be embraced. And so for those of y'all that are big fans of Division, give this album some time. And if you need to, just tell yourself Trey Songz made it. <laughs> feel better about yourself but uh, to close it out my top five songs on this album is to me easily Amuse is the best song on this album Amuse it's unbelievable bro, bro sorry sorry you know what go ahead go give me top five then I'm gonna I'm I'm give you some songs that were amazing but go ahead okay Amuse to me is unbelievable the way they added the, uh, the whole Usher nice and slow sample in there is is genius oh wait, wait wait no 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 that was between us that was what they did that on that was that was oh, right between us my bad <laughs> no, no, that was a different sample you talking about <laughs> that was between us and snow allegra sorry amuse amuse is the one that got sorry 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 my bad amuse is the one that has lonnie liston smith sample a garden of peace that one yes which is you know i believe it's it's a jay-z Jay-Z, um, uh, Jay-Z sample too. Yeah, it is. It they is. used it. I'm out for presidents to represent me. They used that sample, that president. Yes, yes. So that's my favorite song on the album. And then second is Between Us, the one that they used, uh, the Usher Nice and Slow sample, uh, Snow Allegra, two really good R&B acts in Snow Allegra and Division. Uh, no Crying with Future. I think that's a great song. Yeah. And here's the kicker. Here's okay. the kicker. Okay, I'll tell you my fifth. My fifth is Miss Me. That's the joint that sounds like Trey Songz made it. I like that joint. Maybe because maybe because uh, we used to run 
put my number in your phone, in your phone, by Trey Songz back in college. This kind of gave me flashbacks to that. This, and it also gave me flashbacks to um, uh, the joint with Soldier Boy, Gucci Man, and Trey Songz. LOL Smiley Face? LOL Smiley Face. Kind of gave me flashbacks to that. And here's the kicker, Outlandish. Okay. Outlandish is a top five song on this album. Tell me otherwise. If I'm lying, then I'm frying. I don't know if it is, though. I don't know if it's it is. It's a top five. I don't know if it is. You know, I got some, I got some sleepers for you that, that's, that I would say when I first heard the album, it didn't blow me away. But the more I listened, I was like, whoa. The very last song on this album with that random person, I've never heard of her. Her name is uh, Chantel May. That song called Again. I know Chantel. Unbelievable song. Unbelievable. Okay. And this is the thing about Division that I want to say in closing because, you know, we got some more music to talk about. Like, for whatever reason, they have mastered the ability to open and close an album. Like, they know, like, I'm talking about the, the production with the songwriting. Just listen to the song, listen to the album when it starts. It just opens up so beautifully and it ends so beautifully every single time. I've noticed that about them. But hey, if you guys like this album, if you think it's great, let us know why. If you don't think it's great, let us know why too. Hey Q, real quick, would you give the grade? Or what would you give the album grade wise? I give it a I give it a B. I give it a solid B. I wasn't 100% blown away by it, um, but it's good. I mean, like I said, Division makes good music, but I wasn't blown away. All right, I feel you. On that note, I think we should move on. I believe so, too. Next album on the list, we got NBA Youngboy slash Never Broke Again, which, hey, he's become quite the star. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm going to say this right now, man, uh, before I toss it to you. I never in my wildest imagination would have uh, thought that NBA Youngboy was going to be such a big artist. And he's kind of still underground in a way at the same exact time. Yeah, because he's crazy. He dropped a new album called 38 Baby 2. What do you think it is, man? So, um... NBA Youngboy is crazy. I just want to start off by saying that. Right now, he's going through quite a lot of stuff. Um, he's dating Floyd Mayweather's daughter, Yaya Mayweather. They got an interesting relationship, let's just put it that way. Um, he's openly talked about like just, you know, depression and things like that. Um, yeah. And then he, right now, is beefing with Kodak Black and Jack Boy and Jaden Youngin and stuff like that. Like, uh, there's a lot going on in Young Boy's life, and he's only 20 years old. Do you know that he's only 20 years old? I do. 20. So you're talking about you didn't know he was going to become this artist that he is. This was probably you making that projection when he was like 17. <laughs> no, no, no. You know, they're like 16, Absolutely. 17 years old. He's, to me, he's crazy. But like, I mean that in an endearing way. Like, he's crazy. He got a screw loose, but he kind of embraces it, right? And so, um, he's been making a lot of music as of late, right? 
it seems like every other month he comes out with a new album, a new EP, new mixtape, something. So you're always listening to him. So when I first heard a mixtape by him, I was blown away. Like, I think he has a good ear for music. Like, not necessarily is he a great singer, not necessarily is he a great rapper, but he knows how to harmonize. He knows how to get lost in the instrumentals that he, he chooses to rap and sing over. Um, but the more and more he's been dropping projects, the more and more I've been less impressed with what he's been able to do. Just because, you know, like, a lot of his music sounds the same, right? He doesn't really step outside of the box from that whole trap soulful sound. And there's only so much, there's only so much violent music I can listen to before my brain starts to say, bruh, like do something productive with your life. <laughs> there's only so many times I can listen to somebody say, I'm gonna shut the people up. He says it, he, every single song, he shot at least nine people. I think the number got to go up. He shot more than nine people. How do you have that many enemies? Like, look, can we do the math? So <laughs> if, he's, if he shot up nine people, right, what is that? Leave him with like 20 more enemies, right? But then on the next song, he shot three more people up. <laughs> what does that leave him with? Hey, Seven, eight more ops? I'll, like, I'll give you this. For, as a tidbit of information, He's, his nickname is 38 baby you know a 38 is a 38 caliber like he's talking about a gun like he's yeah. a 38 baby like he carries around 38 caliber weapons so but whatever i think we he knows and we all know he's about the gun life right we kind of know what to expect from him but but carry on carry on sorry so with that being said with everything i just said yeah 38 baby two was no different than all his other projects. Like I literally, if you were to play all of his projects right now and tell me which album do you think it came from? Like which, any song you play, I would not be able to tell you. I cannot decipher from the last four projects that he's made. All the songs kind of sound the same. And so, I don't know, I think I'm getting NBA Youngboy fatigue. I. I, I just don't feel his music as much as I did a couple years ago. Yeah. And so I don't, I don't know. Maybe something's wrong with me. Maybe I ain't gangster. I, I don't know what it is. <laughs> so with that being said, I don't think this project is bad. If this was the first Young Boy Never Broke Again album that I heard in my life, I would probably say it's okay but it's not. So I would probably give it like a C. Okay. Yeah, man. Um, you said a lot. You said a lot. But you were on point, though. I, I got to give you I got to give you your 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 flowers, man, because um, thank you. Wow. Flowers. I gotta give you flowers, man. You were on point that like that was a very, very accurate um review of who he is as an artist and what this new album is right so without trying to say exactly what you said because i do feel the exact same way um it's hard for me to to like really grasp who nba young boy is as an artist right like 
there's not a whole lot of artists that make me feel old. I, I'm I'm dead ass. Like there's just not a whole lot. Like I mean, I listen. We you and I, man, we listen to all of these dudes, right? From Lil Pump to Smoke Perk to Burner. Like literally, go down. Burner. Burner. Burner's old though, right? That's true. He's old. All right. He's just bad. Little Skies. <laughs> How about that? There you go. Little Skies. There's a bunch of dudes, right? Like, but my point is, there's not a whole lot of people that make me feel old. Young Boy is one of them dudes that makes me feel that way. And it's not because of the type of music that he makes. Because, yeah, he's trapped soul. Whatever you want to call that genre he does, he's in touch with his emotions. He's dangerous. He's aggressive. He's also, he seems like one of them dudes that, like, if you're on his side, he will ride for you. He'll go, he'll go further than you would go in, in your own beef, right? Like if you got a problem with somebody that you have a problem with, he'll be like, hey, don't worry about that, bro. I got it. It's like, what? What? Why are you fighting my battles? Nah, he seemed he seemed like the type of person that would have beef with himself. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. He about to get an altercation with himself. That's the type of person. But but uh but with that being said, you're right, man. His his music sounds very, very similar. And um I guess I guess where I'm going with that is I, it's hard for me to understand the 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 craze behind the young boy movement. Like I see why people rock with him, I see it, but when I look at the music, man, it just doesn't stand out from the last one. I, I'll put it like this. I think he would benefit a hell of a lot than a lot of these dudes, these other younger dudes, from... Uh, a hiatus? From his... Well, uh, maybe not, because, you know, hey, listen, you got to keep dropping music. But if he had an executive producer, somebody to actually pick his mute, like tell him, hey... I need you to go over these type of beats because we want this project to sound like this. So go do that. I just feel like he's picking his own stuff. Like nobody's really, everything's sounding the same. I feel like that's a problem. That's his biggest problem. It's not that, it's not that he's aggressive. It's not that he's crazy, even though that's a problem. But we talk about music, right? There's a lot of- I like his crazy. I like his crazy. Yeah, it's good. Gucci Man was crazy for how long? Like it's a lot of dudes who's crazy, but in the music it sounds great. If he had an executive producer, somebody to help him craft the music, I think his music would sound much, much more. It would be much more impactful. I'll put it like that. I agree. I agree. Much more impactful. But I do like his sound. I like his pain. I like everything that he brings to the table, even the shooting people on songs. Call me crazy. If that's his truth, go for it. Say what you got to say. In closing, the intro to this album called... Uh, about my business with his mom. That was his mom, right? That was crazy, right? Unbelievable song. I thought that song was great. It was tight. It was it tight. Was it was a great song. It was tight. Mom rapping. I was. I got chills listening to it. Like, whoa. It was tight. His it was mom tight. talking about, hey, don't mess with my son or he'll shoot you. I yeah. don't want the mom say that type of shit. That's crazy. That is crazy. That is. Don't, don't his mom. That shot. Wow. Wow. Okay, uh, great. Decent album. I'll give it a C minus. Okay. I give it pretty much the same. C minus. It's bordering, it's bordering bad, but I think the music is 
unfortunately, like, again, it's hard to pick out song for song, but the music on its own, it's not bad music. It's just not. Like, I would be, I would be lying to y'all if I said that his, he makes bad music. I don't think he does. I think he makes good music. Mm-hmm. It's, he can go to another level. He can. I think so, too. But he's still young. He's still young. He's, what he's been able to accomplish up until now has been very impressive. Yeah. So we'll see. Yes, sir. So let's move on, though. All right. Our next album comes from the guy that I personally think is better than Wale. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Remember that argument? No, you really? I'm, I'm just joking. Back to the forefront? I, I lost that argument, by the way. I lost that argument. Wiz Khalifa! Wiz Khalifa! He dropped the saga of Wiz Khalifa. What do you think about that album? Yeah, man. So, so yeah, it was a very, it was a very short uh, project. I think it was like seven to eight songs, right? Yeah. Um, you know, he Wiz Wiz is uh Wiz is one of those OGs that I think is he he's primed for like a Snoop Dogg type career. Like he has that that type of longevity that I see him twenty years from now still being relevant because of his personality, right? Yeah. Like his, his whole being, his whole aura. He's such he's such a positive type dude. That yeah. he's always going to be able to drop music, I feel. And he he always it seems like always he always has an ear for um just relevant production and relevant uh music, right? Like he never has that that feeling in his music that makes me think that he's dated or he's lost a step or or he um he shouldn't be making music, right? He doesn't overload us too much or he doesn't underdeliver. And plus, come on, if there's any person in the history of the world that is an active rapper, active musician, that has the right to drop music on 420, April 20, every single year, it is Wiz Khalifa. Yes, sir. His day. That's facts. That's facts. I've never seen anybody brand themselves so perfectly, besides Gucci Man with 1017. I don't know why that's so tight to me, but like, you know, for him to have the October 17 day every year, even though he overloads us with music, I think it's tight, but that's besides the point. Wiz Khalifa, though, dropped this new project, and it was good. It was good. I'll put it like that. I wasn't blown away. I didn't think it was amazing. But what I will say is that he was able to give us a couple of songs that were really good. Um, I like the song with Kaiga. It's a cool little club joint. I mean, I'm not overplaying it, but it's cool. That was one of the better, one of the better songs on the uh, EP. Yeah. Connect. Uh, sorry, Contact. Contact. Um, mm-hmm. I wasn't really that much of a fan of the song with him and DJ Mustard. I thought it was all right. Really? I, I like that. Right. You like that? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was okay. I, I'm not going to lie. I liked it. I loved the song with Quavo. Loved it. Loved it. Okay. Okay. I thought I thought um you know, Quavo gave us the normal Quavo, but um he didn't mail in his verse. He, like he actually tried. I felt. You what know? type of drugs are you on? Just let us know. I won't tell anybody. I hey we're 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 on we're on record right now. I can't tell you what, <laughs> uh, pharmaceuticals that I've taken in my life, but whatever. Uh, no, I don't have an issue. By the way. I like the last song too, surprisingly with logic. I didn't I didn't love it. I liked it. I'm not I didn't love it. 
I liked it. Overall, I think this project is, it's okay. It's okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna always be here for new Wiz. I, I'll be one of those people, to be honest with you. Um, because he just makes, he makes music that's good. I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't always blow, blow me away with his music, but he makes good music. So I think this fits in with the normal Wiz projects. I'm gonna give this project about a C, it's bordering a C plus, bordering, bordering. But I'm gonna give it a C though. It's a, it's a strong C. I don't think, I don't love it though. I don't love the project, but I do think, I do think it's good. Okay, I'm gonna I'm 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 go from a different angle. I, I respect your opinion. I'm gonna go from a different angle with this. Okay. Um, Wiz Khalifa is no longer an A-list rapper, right? I think yes. at a certain point, Wiz Khalifa was an A-list rapper. Then he kind of, do you agree with that or? 100%. He was an A-list rapper, right? He was a hundred. He was an A-list rapper for for a long time. I would give him like A-list rapper, right? Yeah, three year stretch. Three, yeah, three to four actually. Yeah, A-list rapper. Uh, somebody yeah. that you know, I wouldn't be surprised if he performed at the Super Bowl with somebody, or like his records getting major play on radio. Um, he then regressed to B-list, right? Uh, I would say he was a B-list rapper when he started dropping, um, uh, when he dropped that song with Travis Scott. Um, mm. Remember that joint with Travis um, Scott? Not on Rolling Papers too, but um, shit. That that it took from G Eazy's uh, G Eazy song with Kamaya. Yeah, I don't remember the name, but but yeah. But I'll, I'll keep going. So. At that point, he was a B-list rapper, right? All right. Right now, I would call him a C-list rapper. He he drops albums that don't get buzz as much. Yeah. He his singles aren't hitting with people. Like he's not in the club as much as he was back then. He's not getting on the radio at all. And yeah. so, as a C-list rapper, I think it's. It's a situation where I think he still thinks he's an A-list rapper, but he is a C-list rapper right now. And so I don't think he's doing what he used to do well on his music. Like, if you notice on this album, he doesn't get into his melodic bag at all. Wiz Khalifa in the past, what made him such a great artist was he used to sing. He used to hit us with some sick ass melodies. On the hooks. He would, he would definitely give us a hook with a melody. Like we sing. He a hook with a melody. That's, that's, weird. that's Wiz to me. That's, that's vintage Wiz. He don't do it no more. So what I think he does is what I would call the regressed rapper approach to making music. Where it's like, yo, I'm going to put a whole bunch of features on this EP. And people are going to like it just because it has a lot of features on it. Like, to me, every single song on this album, I think excluding Bammer, has a feature on it, right? Why You Mad has Megan Thee Stallion and Ty Dolla Sign. Out In Space has Quavo. Still Wiz doesn't have a feature. Still Wiz is just Yeah, so two, two songs. And you can argue that Bammer is featuring Mustard. But anyway, I think that he's kind of lost what he's great at. So with, with that being said, I don't think this is a bad album. 
but I can see that he's trying to get people's attention by doing gimmicks, like putting way too many features, putting club bangers that just sound like something that you're trying to make a club. Like, I like Why You Mad. I like the song, but it sounds like a generic club banger that it sounds, it sounds what's the word um, that we always use? Um, uh, what are you trying to say? It's, it's average? Like, it's not a, it, it sounds like Ty Dolla Sign emailed his part, Megan Thee Stallion emailed her part, Wiz Khalifa did his part, they put it together. It just sounds like something that was just... You're saying it doesn't sound organic. Like, it sounds it like... It doesn't sound organic. Like, like, they almost, like, they emailed the song back over... Yeah, yeah, yeah like, meld in. <laughs> I, wanna, I guess you can call it meld in type yeah. of performance. You know, and I think that majority of the songs on this album are kind of like meld in performances. So, if you like, if you don't care, if you're one of those people that just like hits, you're going to like the album. But somebody that digs a little deeper into music kind of feels like melding efforts. So I give the album a C, C, C minus C. So we on the same page for the most part. I mean, maybe not in the justification, but in the grade itself. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. I think all, I think all of your points are, are valid. And the thing is like, you're right. He's not an A-list. He's not a B-lister. You would argue if he's even a C-lister at this point. But my, but to my point earlier, I feel like he's, he's no longer even in that running. Like he's not even, he his career path. Like he's so well respected. To me personally, like when I when I hear people talk about him and even how I feel about him, I feel like he he has a he's created his own lane and that's, he's just with it. He, at this point, he can do whatever he wants for the next 10 years. But that's been the problem. Like, for me, that's the problem with his artistry. But, but the thing is, are we, are we going to act like Wiz hasn't had, he didn't have a hell of a run? Like, he's had a run. He did. But right now. So, so, like, so like, at a certain point, you're not going to be dominated. Like, for example, Drake. Drake was dominating for 10 years, right? I remember you came on this podcast um, after he dropped one song, I can't remember. And you were like, man. Like one of your ill-advised thoughts was, man, you know, I think this might be the end of Drake's run, right? What we considered his run, run right? Mm -hmm. You argued that. And I, I'm not even going to say you were wrong. I thought you had a valid point at that time. My point is, you can be done with your run that you were on that gave you that name that we know of today, but still be kind of lingering in the background and you might catch one here and there, but like you're no longer moving the needle at all. Wiz is kind of that guy. Like he's not going to move the needle ever again to me. But you see, here's the thing. So, so my thing is, yes, you're absolutely right. But then the question is, how do you approach making music? Are you approaching making music as a humbled C-lister? Or are you going to get hungry and try to get back to A-list? Or you're going to just kind of like drop music that you think people are going to like? I think even though I said Drake is not, you know, he's not going to be the person. He, right now he's not, a, he's not making hits like he used to. He's still following a formula that's staying true to himself. The formula Wiz Khalifa is dropping right now I don't think it's staying true to who he is as an artist. I don't think it's highlighting what he does best. 
what he did best, still to this day, Cushion Orange Juice is his best body of work today. To, to this day, Cushion Orange Juice is his best body of work. Speaking of Cushion Orange Juice, it was the 10-year anniversary like a week ago. Yeah, yeah. That was a big out. It's a classic, classic. Fantastic mixtape. It's a fantastic mixtape. But think about why it was fantastic. He did all the hooks by himself. He did all the raps by himself. He had a formula of the type of music that he was making that was just hitting with people. And I get it. I'm kind of being a hypocrite because I said you want your artists to grow. I get it. But you want them to grow organically. I don't think Wiz Khalifa is growing organically anymore. I think he's searching for hits. And I, I just personally don't think he's the type of person that should be searching for hits personally because it, it sounds like you you reaching. But, but when it's all said and done, though, when it's all said and done, if, if Wiz Khalifa hangs it all up right now, He's a yes. Hall of Fame rapper. He 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 he's one of the better rappers of our generation. So he he's a Hall of Famer. You know, okay, we're equating this to sports. He's not a first ballot. He's like Mitch Richmond. He, was he in the Hall of Fame? <laughs> Mitch Richmond, I believe, is in the Hall of Fame. Hell no! Wait, there's no way he's in the Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Mitch Richmond, I believe. Mitch so. Richmond is in the Hall of Fame. I believe so. I don't believe that. Let's check our sources. <laughs> yeah, I gotta check this now, but. He's not a first ballot. I give him a second or a third, maybe maybe second. He's well respected. I'm telling you. So, with that being said, you know what? We're on the same page, man. We can debate all day. I want to hear what you guys have to say, though. Like, do you guys think that Wiz could ever regain the feeling that oh, we know of you? That was deep. Is it possible, brother? Why did you get so deep? Because because it bothers me. I, I oh, is this. Is this otherwise wise guys or unsolved mysteries? <laughs> Both. Uh, you know what? We should get a sponsorship from them, man. They should sponsor our ill-advised thoughts section. Our, unsolved uh, mysteries? Wouldn't that be dope? Unsolved mysteries. Dude, the show that's been discontinued bro. from 30 years ago. <laughs> okay, okay. Throw in 60 minutes. Give me, give me okay. a show. Hey, listen, we will take a sponsorship from something that requires some type of thought. How about that? Dateline? Thought or thought? Come on, man. Stop it. Your, your damn accents. I said thought. Time to thought? Okay. Huh? <laughs> you, you're hearing what you want to hear. That's, that's on you. <laughs> they're ill and they're not. So advice. For our next segment, we got the ill and the not so advised. Our first song is Juice World Righteous. What you think about this song? Man. What do I think about this, man? Um, first and foremost, rest in peace to Juice World. Such a tragic ending to what I thought was um, stacking up to be one of the more uh, outstanding careers from like a younger artist, younger rapper that I've seen in a while. Like the momentum he had in that one and a half year stretch where he was like really, really popping. I haven't seen nothing like that in a while. But when it comes to this song called Righteous, man, what a, what a, unfortunately I'll say this, but what a fitting way to kind of um, recap or, or, or summarize Juice World's life, right? Like not only as an artist, but also, you know, we talked a lot offline about the authenticity in music of, of, of artists and 
them giving themselves to us in the music, right? Good or bad, right? It can be raw, it can be uncut, it can be righteous, it can be heavenly, it can, you can call it whatever. This was a guy who had a lot of demons um, and he battled with them and unfortunately he lost. Um, on this song, Righteous Man, it's, it's, this is one of those songs that's gonna hit you. If you were a Juice WRLD fan, it's gonna hit you, it's gonna make you get in your feet to remember all the great music that he was able to produce, the, the potential that he was able to have. Uh, and if you're somebody who didn't listen to him at all, you might listen to this like, very curious with a curious ear and say, wow, like this is the guy who died from like, you know, accidental overdose and that whole tragic situation. And this song is talking exactly about all of that. So it's a very, very interesting listen. I'll say that because of not only the authentic side of, how, of what happened in his real life, but also how the song is just in general, the song is just great. This is a great song. <laughs> I, I, I played this song Eh, I think I'm going on about 65 plays, probably. In yeah, man. Hey, it's, it's, day, bro. We got no day job. Bro. Nobody hey, we all, we all at home. We, I, my, my, my day job is also my, my after-hour job. It's the same job to me. Which is not, which both are not jobs, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I get where you're coming from. I promise you I'm not getting paid to listen to Juice World songs, but this song is fire, man. I, I like it. What do you think? Okay, I'm gonna come from a different angle. I like yeah. it if you if you notice. So you you mentioned something. You said Juice World uh, was it was looking like he was gonna be an outstanding artist just based off his trajectory. Yeah, I'm gonna go out on a limb. He could have gone down as one of the greatest artists of all time, right? And this is the reason why. I think the way that he blended hip hop with rock, with pop, was, I don't think there's anybody in the game right now, I don't even think there's anybody in the game in the history of music that were able to blend it the way he was able to blend it in his music. I know that's a stretch, I know that's saying a lot. I know there's people that are gonna be like, yo, uh, nah, what about Run DMC, blah, 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 no. He does it so well. He blends it so well. You know how with alcohol, there's some bartenders that know how to put alcohol down to blend juice and alcohol, the right blend where you don't taste the alcohol as much. That's kind of how Juice World is with music. Knows how to blend <laughs> hip hop with rock, but you don't taste too much rock. You don't taste too much hip hop. You like literally can listen to Righteous and not even notice that you're listening to something that has rock vibes attached to it. I think that is so outstanding about his artistry, him as a musician. He was able to do that with Lucid World. He was able to do that with um, his girls. All of them. All of them. That to me is a talent that is unbelievable. And I believe that's why he was getting his music on Billboard charts. Yeah. After, like, just continuously, everything he did, he, he yeah, had a reach. And, and, and Juice World, Juice World on a, I've said this a few times, and I really believe this, man. Anytime he raps over a guitar, if you go back and listen to every song he's ever put out. It's sick. The songs that are like complete slappers, he's usually rapping over a guitar of yep. some sort. 
It's sick. Something with that rock blend with the hip hop yeah. talking about, right? We yeah, it works. It just works. Yeah. And then and then, you know, the cherry on the top is that he's able to open up in ways that is like stunning. I know it sucks that he's died, he's passed away from uh overdose. Something that in his music he continuously talks about, you know, abusing drugs, being depressed, which he talks about on this song. Um, that just adds this level of riveting, yeah. riveting vibes to his music. So his music is unique. It blends genres together and it has riveting lyrics attached to it. Like it's the definition of good music. So I love, I love this genre. Yeah. Five stars. Five stars, man. Absolutely, man. But let's move on. Next song, Travis Scott and Kid Cudi dropped a song called The Scots. Whoa, what a duo, man. What'd you think it is? Oh, man. Travis Scott and Kid Cudi. You told me something that I did not know. I did not know that Travis Scott, his, the, the Scott in his name came from Kid Cudi, Scott Miscuddy. I did not know that. You told me that. Yep. I, get, I give you all the credit in the world for that. Um, Thank you, sir. I think it's obvious that Travis Scott has like some Kid Cudi influence in him. You can kind of tell with some of the melodies that he tries to, to, to place in his music. You can tell based off his swag when it comes to singing. It's a lot of Kid Cudi in him. So I think Travis Scott and Kid Cudi, they just have a natu natural chemistry just because they're very similar. Um, with that being said, um, you know, I thought, I thought this song was okay. I didn't think the song was great. I didn't think the song was something that I'm going to play out. I'm not going to play it 65 times like you played Righteous. Hell no. Um, <laughs> I would hope not. But, you know, personally, I like Kid Cudi when he's singing more than he's rapping. And I thought he was rapping on here. They, they both rapping on there. Um, but, I mean, it's, it's okay. I guess it's, it's all right. It's all right. You know what? I'm with you, man. I'm with you. You know, I, although although I provided, you know, that fact that, you know, he's, and I didn't make this up. I mean, this was something that Travis Scott has been talking about. Like, since he, you know, came out on the scene, he's always talked about his Kid Cudi influence. Um, so, I mean, from a, from a nostalgic standpoint, this is a great offering, right? Just to see these two dudes who have one in Kid Cudi who's ascended into what I believe is legendary, iconic status. Even if he never gets that credit from the masses, that's how I feel. I believe Kid Cudi is a fucking icon. He's the root of, one of the main roots of what has shaped the 2000s, the 2010s, I should say, of hip hop. From a Travis Scott, from a, a Drake, from a Kanye West even. He has influenced a whole lot of people. Um, so just to hear him on a song with Travis Scott is very nostalgic. I agree. I feel like this song is okay. Like I'm not one to hear, I'm not really here for the Kid Cudi rap. I don't think he's a great rapper. I've never really liked him as a rapper. Not saying he's horrible. He just goes into a whole nother echelon when he starts harmonizing and he starts humming. Yeah. Listen, he gets on his Kid Cudi hum. And I and, and like you've made my day. Yeah. You he gets on his he didn't hum that one time on this song. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't. It was a it was a tough ass song. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure I want to hear that. I don't, I don't think I want to hear tough ass, but I'm just glad he's back. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. He came back to save 2020. Hopefully. Uh, and you know what? I mean, you might be right, because the next song that he dropped, uh, he dropped a solo song called Leaders of the Delinquents. Now, this gave me Kid Cudi old school vibes. I don't know about you. This gave me Mr. Rager, Man on the Moon. Like, not saying that it would fit on that action. It was a kid named Cuddy. That's what it gave me. That mixtape. Remember that joint? That was a great mixtape. But see, that was one of those, I feel like a kid named Cuddy, that might have been the first Kid Cuddy project that I heard, like, ever. It was. It was. But, but, but I feel like that was so underground that by the, by the time that he got to Man on the Moon status and like Mr. Rager, like all that whole, like he was kind of like in the mainstream a, a little bit, right? Yeah, he got to the mainstream. He, he had um, Day and Night. Shortly. Yeah, like this song to me fits more of the Man on the Moon style where like he's, he's in his element, but like I don't think that he, I don't think that he like was in his complete arsenal. So you're talking like simple as this kind of I'm like talking that. about like erase me, you know. Erase oh that's Man on the Moon too. But but like it's, it was on that project, but I thought that was vintage cutty. Like that was that erase me is like the, the weirdo. Weirdo cutty. I want to hear something that re, that reminds me that Weirdo Cuddy is great. He, he stands above the norm, right? That's usually when Cuddy is shining. This song is really good though. When Cuddy is rebellious, like against the norm, like, yeah, exactly. He's at his best. I thought this was, I thought this was killer rapper Cuddy. I, I actually kind of disagree with you. I think this is like underground mixtape Cuddy. Where, you think so? Okay. You know, the random times where he just starts rapping, sounding like your typical rap bully. That's what this sounded like. Um, I, it was good. I thought it was good. If you're a Kid Cuddy fan, yeah, you only like it. I don't think. Somebody that isn't a Kid Cudi fan would understand why it's so great, but it was it was definitely dope. And I kind of did. Um, I, I am a little bit of a hypocrite because I just said I'd rather hear him sing. He's rapping on majority of this song, but it's all good. It don't matter. But he didn't give us a hum though. I don't believe he hummed on this song either. He might have though. I think he. Was, he listen. He had. Kid Cudi is the humming god. I've never heard a I've never heard an artist hum and it made the song amazing. I've never heard that. And then sometimes you'll hum and then <laughs> I, so, so I told you this last night, but um I went to a rabbit hole with uh Kid Cudi research for whatever reason, and uh it just dawned on me, man, that I think part of the reason why Kid Cudi is so revered is he doesn't even make, like, I, I don't even call what he does songs. Like, I, I just, I, I don't call it a song. I call what he does, like, a mantra. He makes, he makes, like, music that's an experience. Like, it just, like, I just don't call it a song. It's so much more than that with him. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's deep. I don't know if that's how you feel, but that's how I feel. Uh, that's deep, and I think that's crazy, but I, Thank I, you. I think where you're coming from. Thank you, man. You know, I get where you're coming from, young sir. Hey, I'm always called crazy, and then I'm, and then and then later on, you know, I'm giving props. And, and then later on, you're called not so crazy. But um, you you you'll come around to that. Trust me. We'll see. 
Next song is French Montana. That's a fact. How you feel about that joint? I think uh, I think that's a fact. Is a it's a good song, man. You know, I'm not. That's a fact. It's a good song. That's a fact. Sorry, I'm I'm not used to French Montana giving me these type of um like this is a different style, man. Let's just call it what it is, right? Like he's he's riding the the Brooklyn drill, the Brooklyn rhyme wave, like. He's picking up where Pop Smoke left off, and 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 French Montana wasn't even a Brooklyn a Brooklyn uh, grime artist. Like, where where did this come from? I, that's my bigger question. Everybody's trying their hand at grime and drill. What are you talking about? Rich the Kid got a drill song. It's a damn shame, man. They they, I saw this artist out of uh, UK. I cannot remember his name right now. It might have been Wiley. But there was a dude who who was on who was doing an Instagram live. He's somebody that's like popping though. I know exactly who you're talking about. What's his name? What's his name? That was gonna be my ill-advised thoughts, brother. Ah, all right, all right. I you know, know what? I'll exactly say it. who you're talking about. But anyway, he uh, all right. I'll stop then because I don't want to give it away. But the point is, <laughs> it's a good song. It's it's different from French Montana. I'm not used to this sound, and uh, I'll leave it at that. I wasn't amazed by it, but I thought it was okay. I thought it was sorry. I thought it was good. So, yeah. You- no, go ahead. Take my ill-advised thought. It was Fredo. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Fredo, exactly. UK. He said. Was, he said he, he had he had the weed. He said he was. All these rappers taking the UK drill sound. He was pissed. I'm gonna I'm rob them when they come here. I was like, <laughs> oh, like you're gonna have to wait until next year because uh, oh, quarantine, but. So you're going to come to the UK to get robbed with someone? Because you know in the UK, they can't carry guns, right? I heard that. I heard it. swords out there, like <laughs> stabbing everybody. Like imagine, imagine going to the UK and getting robbed with somebody from, with a sword. <laughs> give, me, give me all your money. And then, <laughs> you know how, in the, you know how in, the, in the movies, like when they bring out the sword from the hip? Give me all your money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're looking like Leonardo from Teenage Venus Turtle. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I legitimately think he said that because he heard French Montana do that's a fact. I, it's fact. It's fact. Because it, it was like five days before that song came, or after that song came out. He, he, he came out with it. Wait, are you sure that's a fact, though? That's a fact. Are you sure? All right, that's a. Uh, that's a opinion. Because, you know, he might have been talking about, uh, you know, uh, Fabio Foreign. Who knows? He ain't talking about Fabio. He, he mentioned Pop Smoke. He said, yo, all these rappers that I ran into were all scared. They were all shook except Pop Smoke. I was like, okay. He did, he did say that. He did say that. That's true. <laughs> I was like, all right. Who did he run into? Who did he run It's funny how they gave him... <laughs> Who did he run into? Who, who, who? Uh, your boy from the UK, Fredo. Who did he run into? I'm curious. Did apparently he ran into Pop Smoke because? But you say it was a pleasant, it was a pleasant meeting. If, 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 if he said, if he said, except for Pop Smoke, that means that he saw him and was like, okay, respect, respect, respect. Okay, so, so I messed with Fredo. I think Fredo is dope, and I, I actually think UK rappers are actually dope. Yeah, hell yeah. But if he's gonna say that, here's my only here's my only beef with what with his statement. You gotta right. mention names. 
If you're going to talk that smoke, you got to name some names. You it's, not necess- it's not necessary. You don't, don't got to call out the big names. Just say like, yo. I mean, I ran, up, I ran into, I ran into Bill Tecca. Go ahead. Just say somebody. Just, just, say, just say somebody. You got to name names. You can't say all the rappers I ran into were, were, were scared. Nah. I, I feel you, but um, I don't know, man. I, I didn't take it. On, I didn't take it that seriously because I just thought. It he was, said, "What you mean he don't take it serious?" He said, "F America." Literally said, "F America." That's why I didn't take it seriously. <laughs> what the hell do you mean, F America? <laughs> so he doesn't plan to come here ever in life? No, come on. I don't believe that. I think he's trying to. He's trying to get on internationally. He he would he would probably love to come to America and do. Of a course, show. he's he's been to America. What do you mean, <laughs> fuck America? What what is he talking about? I think he was just high, dog. He was. You saw. You saw maybe, his big ass blunt in his hand. Come on. Maybe. 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 Well, let's move on, man. We. we, we I, I didn't give you my opinion on that's a fact. That's a fact. That I didn't give you opinion on that's a fact. I think it's tight. You know okay. the thing about drill music. You gotta swag your way on it. Like Pop Smoke and Fabio Foreign aren't the greatest rappers or weren't the greatest rappers, but they had swag. When they hop on those drill beats, they just swag the way out. Like, swag their way to the finish line. I think Prince Montana is a swag rapper, so it worked. Think about it. Prince Montana, right? Fabio, Pop Smoke, Rich the Kid. Four rappers that just got swag. You got to have swag to hop on that. You're right, man. You're right. Uh, Let's move on, though. Next song. Isaiah Rashad dropped a song called Why Worry? You heard this, right? You, you of course. Did you, did you not? You didn't love it, right? I have zero opinions on it, so I'm just gonna let you talk about it. I'll do it then, man. So I thought Isaiah Rashad' new song. I thought it was pretty good, man. It, I think he he actually is one of those rappers that um he just always is so aggressive. Like I don't know what the urgency is when he raps. It just sounds like he's trying to save someone's life. He is under the gun every single time he raps. And, and like, I love the urgency. I love it. So the fact that we haven't heard from this man in about three, four years, I guess, um, since his last album, it was a nice, nice, uh, pleasant surprise to hear a new song from this man. And like I said, you can't go wrong with Isaiah Rashad, man. That's all I got to say. It's a good song. Man, this is a homage. This is a homage pick by you. I didn't, America, I did not homage. put this song on here. What is I homage? did not put this song in advice. Wasn't me. It wasn't me. What, what, I don't have no. Either. Um, it wasn't me. It's a good song. It's like it's not a good song. Here's the best. Really good, actually. Not to be on our advice, bro. You're not. I know you're not talking. We have we have put songs on here that I don't agree with. So let's not do that. Come on, but come on. What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we come doing? On. Come on, Shimon, Michael. Come on, come, come on, on, man. Come on, Skip. Come on, Skip. Skip. <laughs> Skip. Don't. Hey, hey, Q. Don't do that. Don't you do that. <laughs> now, now you. Now, now, Q. Now you know. Now you know you're right. So here's the thing. TDE this week had TDE Appreciation Week, right? Yes. So yes. a couple of their role players, I would say, 
drop songs. Absol, Zakari. <laughs> the role hey, you already disrespect. I, I love put disrespect. Oh, role players? See, you didn't get me in trouble. Players? You didn't get me in trouble. I'm saying role I'm, I'm fucking with you. You're right. They are role players. <laughs> Kendrick Lamar, Schoolboy Q. Definitely role players. Kendrick Lamar and Schoolboy Q are probably like their one-two punch. Then they got some very valuable role players. No, no, no. SZA. SZA, yes. It's that third option. It's a three. Big three. So so SZA's Kyle Kuzma? They got a big three. SZA is, yeah, maybe Kyle Kuzma. Or maybe SZA is more like. I think SZA's Anthony Davis, bro. Like, she's a heavy hitter. SZA? Not for what they do. Not for what they do. Schoolboy Q and Kendrick Lamar. SZA SZA's capable of dropping 60. Okay, okay, okay. Well, when you say... I, Kevin Durant, okay. I understand Kevin what you're Durant, saying. Clay Thompson, Steph Curry. All right? Kevin Durant is clearly Kendrick Lamar. Steph Curry is probably Schoolboy Q. Clay Thompson is SZA. Now, Clay Thompson... Doesn't average as much as Curry and Kevin Durant, but Klay Thompson's capable of giving you 60 points easily. That's what SZA is to me. But you can't win without Klay Thompson. I don't believe they win. Yeah, who said they're going to win without Klay? Who said they're going to win without SZA? SZA's, a, SZA's key. SZA's but, 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 key. But the thing is, although you can rank these two, you can rank them all individually, I'm at least going to say – Clay and Clay and uh, what's his name? Steph Curry. I ain't talking about individually. I'm talking about what they mean to the team. Mm-hmm. They are just as important as each other. You got to mention one with the other. I believe just as important. I'm not I'm saying sure about that. I'm not saying Curry is as is as, he's less talented. I'm not talking about talent. I'm talking about as importance. They're not winning without either one of them dudes. They're not winning without Schoolboy Q and Kendrick. They not went, those two you can't move. Those are the two people you can't move in that group. SZA right. is a nice, a nice addition. She's a right. nice addition to the group. We digress. And Abso is Draymond Green. Uh, all right. We, <laughs> what are you talking about? All right. Go, go back to the review. Because Abso is Draymond Green. I completely disagree with that. Abso doesn't average 10 points, but he's somebody that makes the engine go. Abso. Absol is man. All right, let me let me chill because I was about to say. I something. love Absol. Don't come on, man. I love Absol. He's not Draymond Green. But go back, go back to the review, please, before I insult him uh, uh, inadvertently. What, what were we talking about? Oh, why worry? Oh, so pretty much what I was going to say was TV yeah. Appreciation Week dropped, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, blah blah blah. Um, the role players dropped music. Zakari, Sir, Isaiah Rashad, yep. Reason. And am I missing somebody? Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. Those five dropped. In my humbling opinion, I think Isaiah Rashad probably dropped the last, the, the least best song out of that group. But we didn't talk about the other people. So you're fired. <laughs> you, ain't talking to, you ain't talking to me. Fake, fake news. <laughs> you ain't talking to me. Hey, listen, I think you're wrong about this being the worst song out of the TDE group. That's, that's not even accurate. But okay, you didn't. Okay, so I didn't. I didn't hear the reason one. I didn't hear the reason that one. That reason was nice. I didn't hear that. I will, I will openly acknowledge that. Okay. I heard. I heard the. I heard the Zakari song. Okay. I heard the uh, Absol song. Okay. 
So the only one I didn't hear was Reason. I think that- no, You didn't hear Sir. You didn't hear Rapper Weed. I didn't hear, I, I love Sir. I didn't hear Sir either. That, that one was good. This song is better than the Zakari song and the Absol one. So I disagree with that statement that this is the worst. You sure? I'm positive. Ooh. Positive. Ooh. But, but, we, but we don't need to debate that though. That's not what this is. Okay. I, we got, I think we got some things that we can, we can get off our chest in this next segment with the, with the not so advised. Okay. Playboy Cardi dropped a new song called At Me. At May? Meh? Meh? I don't, I don't know how to pronounce this. What'd you think of this, man? Um, Hopefully you agreed to have this song on, this, on the list. So I'm not as much as a uh, Debbie Downer as you are on this song. I'm not as much as a uh, negative Nancy. Um, I'm not as much as a uh, pugilist pufer. Um, I thought the song was unique. I thought it was a unique song. The structure is unique. I get it. He sounds like a cartoon character um, in the song, but that was unique. I didn't, I didn't think it was horrible, but I understand why people think it was horrible. It was kind of all over the place. But um, for me, Cardi has always been an artist that straddles the line between creative and crazy. And once again, I think he straddles that line. But this time, he kind of like, kind of almost shaking off that line. Like he almost feels like he's about to fall off the line. But like I said, you, you could either, either think it's creative or you could think it's crazy. I'm more of the person that's on the it's creative side. Okay. I think it's creatively bad. Uh, that makes grammatically makes no sense, but I can't. I, I don't care, man. We're ill-advised. <laughs> we, can, we can always hang on that, like, at the end of the day. I think this song is ill-advised. <laughs> okay. That's why it's on, it's on the, the ill-advised. This song, man, uh, I'll start with the positive, but um, there's not a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> so the beat is tough. Like, okay, I, I give him, you know, hey. I love the beat. I love the beat. I, I give him that. It's, it's, it's a great beat. Um, the melody is cool. I, li I like that too. Um, it didn't do anything for me though. Like it just, it just, it just kind of falls flat. Like it has, it, it, in, in, it has no impact. And while I'm, I don't look to Playboy Cardi for content, like yeah. rather, I mean, I didn't go into this thinking I was gonna hear uh, someone discuss the, the, the demons in their life and, and why they overcame. Like, no, I don't go to him for any of that. I, get, I go to him for hyped up music, if I even go to him for music, right? So he didn't disappoint me. Um, I just don't think this song was, was that good. Um, I actually think that it's very overrated. I mean, for people to think that this song is great, I think there's something medically wrong with it. I don't think it's great. I, I, I'll be the first. <laughs> there is something medically wrong with I'll be the first. Sorry, sorry. sorry. I don't think it's great. There is something neurologically wrong <laughs> with your sense, your senses, your, your sense of hearing. Your sense of hearing, yeah. You think that this song is amazing, but I digress. What, what, so, so with that being said, I'm not rolling. I'm not really expecting, uh, not highly anticipating new Playboy Cardi music. Well, it, it bothers me because I'm like, 
I do think Playboy Cardi is overhyped a little bit. Like, where did this level of hype for him come from? I don't know. I don't know. I've been wondering like, the same thing. Like he gets he gets bumped. Like his stuff is highly anticipated. I cannot figure like, it out. I, I'm not sure. I don't I don't I, I, I haven't heard anything that has blown me away from him. I don't know, man. It's it's got and that's and, and you know how earlier I was talking about NBA Youngboy? Mm-hmm. How NBA Youngboy is one of the few artists that make me feel old. Mm-hmm. Playboy Cardi is another one. He's another could be, could be I just don't I just don't understand. He's actually more of an extreme case than Youngboy. I personally don't understand the craze. Mm-hmm. Personally. But hey man, that's the beauty about music. It's all it's all subjective and uh this pretty sure. Somebody may be watching it saying, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, about Playboy Cardi. Oh, yeah, plenty of people. You're entitled to your opinion. Yeah, plenty of people going to say that. So, anyway, next next song. Next song is Lil Uzi Vert, Playboy Cardi's ex-best friend, I guess. Uh, he drops Sasuke? 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 Um, what you think about it? I thought it was just like very kiddie, similar to the Playboy Cardi song, right? Like, I don't know, man. Something about the the sound effects that's going on with these dudes, man. You know, I got to give a lot of props to their engineering team. You mean the? You mean the <laughs> 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 Bro. Yo, okay. So when I heard "At Me," "At At Me," or whatever the hell that song is called, right? I went. At me. That song is meh. That it, like, it's a perfect definition of the word meh. That, that song is meh. But I went back and listened to uh, Die Lit, right? Remember the song? Remember the album? Last play? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, yeah. okay. You know what? It, it, it actually hits better on when, when you have a hell of a, a hiatus from it. It's not bad. It's not a bad project. I think it's, it's decent. Yeah, like it, it wasn't bad, man. And uh, unfortunately, um, you know, there may be some tor- turmoil going on between these two guys, Lil Uzi Vert and Playboy Cardi. I don't know. But one thing I do think they uh, are sharing is uh, their engineering team. Whoever is lacing them with this with this sound, this, this, the actual way the sounds uh, are coming out with their vocals, bro, they might be the MVP because I... Outside of Tory Lanez, whoever makes Tory Lanez sound like a giant in his songs, I don't know many people. Oh, oh, Travis Scott too. Travis Scott's uh, engineering team. There's there's a, there's a select few of people who have an amazing engineering team. That's the only highlight I have with this song. Other than that, this song is not good. Mm. Plus, Lil Uzi Vert didn't need this. He just dropped an album and his and a deluxe that just went platinum like last week. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Why? Get, why did he drop the it? point? I don't know the point of this song. I don't know what it means in the grand scheme of things. I don't know why he dropped it. I don't even know what the name of the song means. I don't know what that is. But um, why a drink? I think he's showing the world that, like, yo, I can do whatever I want. Like literally, I'm, I've gotten to the point where I can drop music that, like, can be just a whole bunch of nonsense. Literally nonsense. You guys go yeah. with it, and that's exactly what happened. But I don't know. Maybe I listen to it again. Maybe I'll listen to it after I sniff some mushrooms or something like that, and maybe it'll make sense. But uh, I feel bad for your nose. 
right now it don't make sense to me. It it probably won't, but uh yeah, man, let's let's move on. Okay. Pain dropped a song with Chris Brown called Wake Up Dead. What'd you think of this, man? I thought it was a very you know how I said straddles the line between creative and um what was it? Shaky, what did I say? Creative and uh creative and crazy. This song straddles the line between bizarre and romantic. <laughs> like, I don't know. I mean, you know, T-Pain and Chris Brown got some history with one another. They dropped Kiss Kiss. Um, I think they linked up in a few other songs, some on T-Pain's album, some on Chris Brown's other albums after Kiss Kiss album. Um, so this song was like somber. It was a little depressing. They was talking about, first and foremost, you're not gonna wake up if you're dead. So how do you wake up dead? I don't, I don't, I don't know what that means, the title. Uh, <laughs> he said in the song, I don't wanna wake up dead. Wait, what? I, yeah, yeah, nah. Okay, <laughs> so there's that. And then, just content-wise, I just, Really, I had a hard time grasping what they were talking about in the song. Like, in one sense, he's like, both of them are like, I appreciate my wifey, and the only person I want to be with is my wifey, but then that wifey is the type of person that will kill me. Like, I, I literally did not understand what the hell this song is about. So... That is probably my one beef with it. My main beef with it. That's a that's a hell of a beef. I'm I'm with you, man. It, I didn't I didn't really get it. I didn't get it. Um, I don't know, man. This is one of them songs though that it may actually end up being a good song once you actually understand it. If it actually does have a meaning, mm-hmm. end of the day, I don't know. But um, I don't. I I, I guess I expected more. I, first of all, I didn't have any expectations because I didn't even know this was dropping, but. When I saw a song that had T-Pain and Chris Brown, I'm thinking, whoa, what's this gonna sound like? And uh, it just, I mean, it didn't blow me away. I mean, it, rather it was confusing enough for me to be like, I probably won't go back to it. Mm. Won't. Mm. Probably won't. Mm. I don't think there, honestly. If it comes on, I, I mean, will I, t- will I change the song? Maybe, it depends on the mood I'm in, but I'm definitely not going back to this song. You know, I think it goes back to that whole point I made about Wiz Khalifa, right? T-Pain was once an A-list singer-rapper that is now probably like C or D-list. So I don't just see a song featuring T-Pain and say, oh, it's T-Pain, it must be good. I don't do that no more. I used to do that, but not anymore. So T-Pain, you actually got to drop good stuff for us to catch, for like, for me to catch for, for you to catch my attention like t-pain yeah. has to give me something that is actually meaningful good you can't just drop little random joints that don't make sense anymore those days are over true you gotta focus bro <laughs> true 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 speaking of t-pain he had a battle with uh i don't know if you saw it he had an ig live battle with little john. Lil john yeah i heard about that yo little john got hits bro that i forgot about hmm. as hits hmm. Um, I was surprised. I'll just say that I actually think he beat T-Pain. As crazy as that sounds, 
he actually beat him. Lil John beat T Pain? Bro, he beat him. He beat him. Um, did they did they play um Sprung? Did they play Bartender? They played all of that. Play, did they play um 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 uh what's the other joint that he had? The snap with the snap. Not bartender, but there was his single after bartender. No, before bartender. Snap your, uh, no. Snap your fingers. Do the set. Um, you can do it all by yourself. I know, I know song. Girl, what's your name? Come on, off those three, he wins. Nah, but, but, but Lil John actually got some joints, though. Like, he, bro, he played all of those early 2000 crunk joints. Like, they actually, they actually go pretty hard, right? Like, not, maybe not better musically, but impact wise, I think they had more impact. Than, than what T Pain did, I, and that's no no shade because I love T Pain. Okay. But I just like he he was playing shit like shots. I mean, like turned down for what? Like what? What? You want to talk about a global song? Like it's not a great record, but in terms of impact, mm-hmm. come on, we gonna act like we didn't hear shots all throughout every possible. Part. I, I get. I know where you're going. I see the look on your face. But the point is, this is about these beat battles. I don't know if you've been watching them. The people you would think who would be winning are like kind of struggling. You know, like, uh, you know, we we had there was a battle. There was a battle between uh, (laughs) battle between Boy Wonder and Hit Boy. I don't know if you saw that. I didn't. I've not seen any of those battles. Ah, damn. I'm talking to the wrong man. I I watched Dateline, bro. Did you see that episode of Dateline where the VCU person was on there that? That was stunning. Let's talk about that. I think you're talking to yourself at this point. <laughs> it, that must suck. <laughs> it was five stops. So, for my ill-advised thought, uh, I want to talk about love. Love and hip-hop. How about that? Not, not the show, not the show. I want to talk about love and hip-hop, the show. I want to talk about the topic of love and how hip-hop artists, R&B artists talk about love. Uh, The reason I want to talk about love is because there was actually somebody that, Kui, a good friend of our show, somebody that is a good, good, good uh, resource for us, uh, pointed out her name is Alina Berez. She dropped the song with Six Slack. Slacko, Joe Slacko, a.k.a. Black, um, that I thought was pretty dope. And so after listening to that song, I became a fan of her. And I checked out her new album or EP, whatever you want to call it, called It Was Divine. What I found interesting about her EP or album, I think it's an album. What I found interesting about it is that she tackles love in this productive way. Like she tackles love in more of a positive way. Um, Instead of all the heartbreak stuff that we're used to listening to, she instead embraces the rush that comes with being in love with somebody. She welcomes the challenges of growing with somebody. And she just sounds enthusiastic. She just sounds happy. She just sounds fun or like she's having fun with the whole topic of being in love. Um, and so what I found interesting was throughout the, the, the last year or two, 
there's been so many artists that have tackled love in their own unique way, right? And if you listen to hip hop artists, what love is changes so much. Like for instance, Young Boy Never Broke Again, right? He just dropped 38 Baby 2. I feel like what he thinks love is, is loyalty. Uh, throughout the album, he talks about having chicks that's down for him, uh, having somebody that he can turn to, regardless of the day that he's having, uh, that person understands where he's coming from. Um, that's what he values in love. And then you got people like Summer Walker. She, what it seems like is she values somebody that could go through the ups and downs of the crazy life that she's living, like can kind of go through the emotional uh, roller coaster that she's willing to put somebody through. Um, and then you got somebody like, say, Selena Gomez, who sees love as uh, supporting somebody's mental well-being, um, seeing love as, you know, making somebody happy, simple as that. Um, love is so complicated. And I think the topic of love in hip hop is one of the most intriguing topics to listen to. Um, dare I say I've learned in some of the relationships that I've been in from hip hop and R&B. Um, I've learned what romantic, uh, being romantic means from hip hop. I've learned what jump offs means in hip hop. I've learned what um, fake love is, real love is. Um, I've learned what loyalty, everything. I think what is really slept on in hip hop is just the topic of love. And though it's completely opposite from what you see on love and hip hop, it's something that I think, you know, people should pay attention to more and, and just kind of get intrigued by. That's my last thought. That's it. I just want to talk about love. You know, we all this talk about coronavirus, let's talk about love for, for a change. You know what I'm saying? That's it. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Hey, how refreshing of you, sir. Yeah, love. <laughs> thank, thank, you. thank you, man. Thank you, man. I I can't say that I needed that, but I didn't, I didn't, I'm not mad at that, man. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at that, man. It's a good advice talk. I appreciate it. Um, I'm going to go a little off the cuff, though, because to be honest with you, uh, I just haven't really been thinking about a whole lot more these days than, when I say these days, I mean the quarantine state that we're in then uh, just kind of investing in yourself, right? Um, this has nothing to do with the, the artists that we talk about on a regular basis, um, especially on this episode, um, and that we're going to talk about in the future. This is more of me kind of surveying the landscape of um, the industry that at every everyone's respective industry that they're in and seeing how they are making the most of their situation, taking advantage of the opportunities as there. Um, I have some examples, right? Like for example, if you are a artist, musical artist, 
that is mainstream and you normally are making your money through touring, you're making, um, you know, you're selling merch, you're doing all these meet and greets, you're kissing babies, hugging all these people, taking pictures. Well, that's obviously something that you're not able to do like you were used to, um, that, you, that you were used to uh, being able to do. So you have to kind of get creative, right? I saw an interesting, very, very interesting uh, concert that St. John, the artist, put on his uh, IG story. No, 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 IGTV. He basically did a concert from his apartment, like on the balcony, surveying the, the LA landscape, wherever he lives at in Los Angeles. But it was just really cool because he was able to give his fans another look into at least what his concert would have been like for the people who paid, right? Like, you know, he's not the only artist who had a tour that was in the middle of, like it was in the middle of the tour and got canceled. And, you know, they have to basically go home and sit down and they lost out on tons of money. Well, this is the time to really invest in yourself. I believe somebody like St. John was doing it with that virtual concert. You've seen a lot of artists putting out virtual concerts, right? Um, if you're somebody who's interested in, uh, finances you know we're in one of the biggest crashes of the stock market that the experts whoever they are are saying this could be worse or is if not it already if it already isn't is worse than the great depression right like if you're somebody who in, in thinks that financial investments is something that's important go do that this is a great opportunity to go put some money down and you maybe secure your future if you're somebody who owns a home, like go, go and maybe look into refinancing your home uh, at some point. Maybe you might save some money. I don't know what it is that you're actually doing currently, but I just feel like this is the time where we should all really be becoming still, figuring out all of the things that you've been wanting to do and, uh, and some of the things that could benefit yourself and uh, really just doubling down on that. You know, really doubling down on what it is that you love to do and seeing how it can maybe benefit you when we all get out of our own homes, <laughs> whenever that is. Um, so I wish, all, I wish everybody success, man. Like I, I really, I get motivated by a lot of people out here that I see and I'm like, man, like they're, they're really, they're really getting creative during these times. Like they're really staying afloat. I mean, we look at what we're doing, right. With the zoom meeting. I mean, we're, we're continuing to extend and expand our brand with the podcast. We're extending um, our outreach, getting more on YouTube. We're extending everything that we're doing. So, hey, to each his own, to everybody's respective crafts, I just wish everybody uh, really just get into the things that you love, you know? And, and, and you might, it might pay off at, at, at a certain point in the future. You really might see the benefits of the time that you've spent during this quarantine um in the in the near to distant future so much success to everybody out there okay that was fantastic that was fantastic you know what i listen to you you know i listen to you you know why because yeah. i'm gonna start back up my rap career oh, i'm gonna start my this is look, this is this is the album about. that i came out with the qd theories qd look 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 look, look. i had the I don't know what type of car that is. What is that? Uh, Mitsubishi. Um, I had the Mitsubishi. Parental advisory, bro. Man, that looks like a Camry. What is that? 
<laughs> you hey, you you had a camera in front of a mansion? Yeah, I got Buckingham Palace right there, right behind me. Bro, hey, that hey. don't even match up. You, that should bro, be a bro, brother. Look, 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 look. Come on, bro. <laughs> All in blue. Listen, listen. My rap career is gonna take off. It's gonna take off. And look, look, look. I got the hood behind me. The hood. Ooh. Sorry, sorry. The hood. Look, 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 look. They, they, they look like they're up to no good. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I, you know what? I like that, man. And hey, we got to put that on social media. Send me that. Send me a picture, of that man. Absolutely not. How much do you want to get clowned? How I'm much? surprised. I'm surprised this hasn't been burned. Hey, I'm gonna break into your house, man. And I'm. I'm that's the only thing that I'm gonna steal. <laughs> <laughs> it's classic. It's fire. Yeah, that's a good advice. Thought, man. Appreciate that, man. Um, I think we're just about done here, man. What do you think? Okay. Um, I. I think so i believe so yeah man um as always for those of you guys who, who who've been rocking with us we appreciate the support hopefully you know we got some new listeners who made it this far in the show and we thank you guys too remember if you're giving advice make sure it's ill yes sir oh yes sir oh. So, we are back once again with our Who Got Next segment. And as you guys can see, and you will hear for those of you guys who are listening on the podcast app, we got a special, special guest. We're very excited about this one. Ain't that right, Q? Yes, sir. This is Drip Down. She got the Drip Down single that I love. Jalen. Yeah, and just... just just so like sorry just so you guys are aware she don't want your man i i just wanted to point out like, hey, Jay, hers is a lot finer <laughs> y'all look good you guys are really good at this i like it already <laughs> what's going on how you living? living i'm living great it's hot out here but we're living good living really good mm-hmm. okay so where, where are you at right now Right now, we're in a city called Palm Desert, and it's located somewhere in the Coachella Valley. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so like they got the Coachella, they got that festival out there. I, I'm, I'm familiar. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Coachella Fest. So how hot are we talking like that? Uh, is that close to Napa Valley? Isn't that Napa Valley? Sorry. Apple Valley is like, like where Beaumont is. So you're close. It's like more further down if you okay. keep going down that way, yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. Right. So you repping you repping what do you guys got like a special name for uh where you're from? Uh not really. I mean we just it's just Coachella. There's like it's just I'm from Coachella. Mm-hmm. My home my, my team is like mostly out from out here. I mean, my producers. My producer was born in Huntington. My photographer slash he also makes music though. Um, he's from uh, the, Bay the Bay Area. Area. And then this guy. I don't know if you guys can see him, but this guy walking right here is like one of our other teammates. He's from okay. Miami. Um, okay. And and uh, my my boyfriend who also does a lot of what we do helps a lot with what we do is is from europe i believe 
wow. But Ooh. Yeah. yeah I could be wrong though. I think he was born here, but so don't take my word for it. But Europe sounds like more cooler to say, so I'm gonna just say Europe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even gonna be mad for uh, asking the whole nother question about why you're not sure about where your boyfriend is. That's a whole nother question, all right? It's all good. I don't need to know the I don't need to know any of that. But what I do wanna know is, is like, you know, where where are like who are you? I want because I want the people to really know like who you are as an artist and just like kind of what your mm -hmm. artist is all about. You know, before we get into like obviously mm -hmm. what else. You know, so I mean can you Well what was that? Sorry, like, you like lagged for a second. My bad. Can so I was just gonna say like can you can you just describe like who you are as an artist? Like how would you put into words the type of music that you make? Okay, yeah. Honestly, like, I don't even think too far deep into into that. I really just, like, I go through certain things. I go through certain situations. And since I was young, I never, I never was good at, like, communicating with people, like, how I felt, you know? So it was, like, me writing, because that's really where it all started from. Like, when I just started writing when I was really young. And it was just helpful for me, like to vent how I how I felt, um, because I, I just I didn't I just couldn't communicate how I felt like really well. So when I did, I would overreact or you know just get crazy and, and be me writing. It was just so helpful, like so that's where it all started. And then you know, so I can't really like. To tell, to say, like, where does like my music come from? I, I would say just like what I feel in the situations I've been through. I don't really like think too much about it. Come, I don't have like a particular idea of how I want to sound. Mm -hmm. I just, I just do off. I just do based off what I feel. You really, you know. Yeah. Um. But then there's sometimes, like, there's sometimes, like, when I wrote all in, it was like, you know, I kind of just want to be in the studio and just be creative. And when you just have that type of inspiration, you don't really know, you don't really expect what the fuck to come out. Well, I don't know if we're supposed to cuss, but I, we don't expect what to come out, you know? No, you can curse. Okay, cool. I didn't know if like, yeah. But, you know, you don't, I didn't really, you don't really expect what to come out um, when you just want to do like just something creative and, and not thinking too much about it or based off how you feel, you know? That to me, absolutely. That to me is like the best way to make music. Like when you can just kind of yeah. use music as a tool to like paint, just kind of like express yourself. Um, yeah, it, it because yeah. No, go ahead. You can continue. Sorry. No, I was just saying, like you know, um, when you can just use it as like an opportunity to just say how you feel, like you you mentioned. Like mm -hmm. that to me is when the best music comes out. I feel like the best artist yeah. does that. Mhm. Mm no, I I totally agree with that. I mean, like, when I feel like when things aren't, like, forceful, it's just easier to, like, you know, to just express yourself. And I feel like how you feel, there's somebody in the world that feels that, that same way. Not even, not, I wouldn't even say that that feels the same way. It could be a song, right? This is how I feel about it. Like, you could write a song. And you can say one thing, and that one thing will, like, trigger 
whatever person in the world just because of that one little thing, you know? Yeah. And, like, that's just how deep music is. It's just, it's crazy. That's why I, I agree. Like, when you just pour out your heart and you just, like, do what you feel, it's going to, it's going to, someone's going to feel it regardless of, like, what you're trying to go for, you know? Yeah. But as long as you feel it, like, I feel like you can't go, you can't go no wrong. Exactly. I, and to kind of piggyback off what you're saying, like, I feel like as an artist these days, you got to be able to be relatable to somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, Definitely. You need to be yourself. You need to be relatable. And I think that's something that I've noticed about your artistry, too, is that you come from, like, a relatable place. Like, you come from... Yeah. I try to write... Yeah, I try to write in that way, too. You know, I feel like sometimes when you're... Um, you can't... Like, in the... You want to, like... Sometimes artists don't really, like they explain themselves too much and it, it can't, it doesn't, it can't relate to people, you know? Yeah. But there, but then, you know, the little amount of words that you say in a song are helpful to those who, cause you know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like when you read a book and watch a movie, you know, it's like when you read the book, you, your imagination gets to go further than you actually watching the movie, Fact. you know? Fact. So, it's it's kind of like that, you know, like with with writing, you know, when I'm like writing and, and I want it to be relatable and I want people to just feel however they feel with their own situation, not my own, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's a, that, I love that. I'm not going to lie. I love that. I always say that point. That's funny. I always say that point to people, what you just said. Like, really? Look, you... Mm-hmm. When you read something, your imagination can go all over the place. And mm-hmm. like, if nobody's gonna see a book the same way, like mm-hmm. their imagination, everybody's gonna have a different view of the book that they read. So mm-hmm. I think that's pretty dope. Exactly. I think it's pretty dope. Exactly. So I got a question for you, Jalen. Mm-hmm. Would you consider yourself a singer, rapper? Artist, musician, influencer. Honestly, I'm. I'm. I always tell people like I'm whatever that you want. You want me to be. I feel like there are. There is no limit that like that I I can't do. You know, just because I just don't like to limit limit myself. Like if because there's sometimes where I just want to be a rapper, like all in. I was just rapping on that, and there was no there was no like singing or. There was like melodies and stuff like that that were in there, but I wasn't technically singing, you know? Yeah. So it really depends. Sometimes I'm a rapper. Sometimes I want to just sing. Sometimes I want to do both. Like it, de- it just it really depends on what, what I'm inspired to do. I I can, when it comes to me being a mu- mu- musician, like I, I can play the keys, but not crazy. Like I'm not Beethoven in this bitch, but like <laughs> I can, I can play and like it, it won't sound bad type shit, you know. Yeah. So you know, if I really, but that's a, that's a goal of mine that I really want to reach though. Like I really do want to play an instrument one day. Like my dad's a drummer, mm. so I know how to like play a little bit of drums if I sat there, you know, like. Um, my my uncle's like plays a guitar and stuff. So like, there's ways and bits around that I could learn, you know, which okay. is one of my goals. Okay. So I'm not a musician yet, but within the next five years, I probably will be. Oh, wow. 
See, see, that's the type of perfection. Like somebody <laughs> that just wants to continuously get better. Like okay. that's what we need, right? Okay. We need that. We need I, I more. Know. We need more of that, man. I'm with you. Hey, bro, no, we do. Can you guys hear me? I can hear you. Okay, cool. I just want to make sure because my my sound's been uh, my mic has been messing up a little bit. But um, man, you gotta pay them bills, bro. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm, I feel you, I feel you though, honestly. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I was saying, I'm unemployed? I, I don't know. I, don't, I mean, come on, man. I don't. <laughs> come on, man. What, what, you you though, the, what you do with the stimulus check Trump gave you, dog? Did you just go, like, splurge on Amazon? <laughs> man, I bought a hat and I bought a shirt. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a hat and a shirt. No, 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 but seriously, though. No, Jalen, you said something really important, and, um, when I hear your music, even though like I guess you're saying you don't really consider yourself either a rapper or a singer like full time, right? You kind of do both, you know. You mm -hmm. a lot of, um, and maybe you hear this a lot, but you remind me a lot of Jaiko um, music. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And I would say she kind of has that spirit as well. So I was wondering if someone that you like. I don't want to call it modeled your career, but was she an influence? And if not, like who? Mm. Who did? Yeah, hell yeah. Who are some of your influences? Um, that's kind of like a tricky question, like for me, because it's like I didn't really like. I can't sit here and be like, I'm a huge fan of Janae, and I can sit hours listening to her music because it was never really like that when I started making music. Because I when I started, I was like. I was an athlete, so, like, I didn't even have time to, like, listen to really any music. Like, when I did, it would be, like, it would just be, like, some rap shit, because I really fucked with rap. It helped me a lot going through, like, just, you know, when you're practicing or you're working out, you usually hear some hyphy shit, you know, like, to get you in the mood, you know? You don't listen to Janae when you're trying to lift, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like... How you gonna light a candle while you about to play a sport? Like, that's... Yeah, you know? Exactly. So wait, hold on. You guys didn't listen to Maxwell and Avant before y'all played basketball. Like <laughs> y'all didn't listen to Nice and Slow by Usher before y'all. You got you like, some football game. You one of the goats. You one of the goats if you can pull off that. <laughs> Honestly, though, there are some times where you know you just wanna, you just need to breathe, and so you gotta put on some like some soft shit because you just. <laughs> Yeah. No, but anyways, uh, what was we talking about? Oh, yeah, my influence. Okay, yeah, so, you know, I didn't really listen to Janae because I started making music in 2015. And I believe in 2015, that's when she dropped actually the worst, I believe. And I was, like, a fan, but I wasn't, like, a huge fan. Just because also, I didn't really grow up in a, like, in a, like a wealthy home like my parents you know always had to we always struggled like trying to you know pay our bills and stuff like that so we didn't at the time we didn't even really have like internet I believe so like wow. it was even hard to like get across to music like that you know mm -hmm. um so the only person that had internet was my dad because his his work had you know the he gave his work gave him a, a phone that had internet on it and so, like, that's how we would do things. And sometimes I would have to, like, record on my, like, iPod or something or on my, like, little phone, flip phone, like, mm -hmm. on the 
the meme, the memo thing, like record the song so I could listen to it. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know? Wow. But it was like, go ahead. No, I was just saying the voice app, but go ahead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, um, but honestly, though, it's, that's a, I can say now, though, definitely, like, I definitely sit there now and listen to Janae and, and just other artists, too, like, um, I don't know, like, I love Lauren Hill growing up. Also, my parents, so my, my mom and my dad are 10 years apart, and my dad listened to very, like, rock and roll, um, like, just that type of music, you know what I mean? Um, and my mom, she would just listen to like oldies and like old school shit, very soulful music growing up. So I had like, by, by the way, like they're from two different eras as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, it's a reach between those two. And I feel like the, I get a lot of like the music that I make and like the melodies and, and choices that I do in my music because of that, because there's such a gap, you know? That's why I feel like even though, even though some people say I sound like Janae, there's always like this, there is this difference, but even though it it reminds you of Janae, you know? Mm -hmm. I also feel like it's because of my voice. My voice is very soft like Janae. Mm. Could be. Um, But yeah, no, I, I, I never get upset. I think it's like, it's a pleasure to be like compared to her. She's amazing. Yeah, she's, she's amazing. I mean, Janae, which by the way, Janae has influenced a lot of artists in my opinion. Like I think there's Summer Walkers because of Janae. There's um, there's all types of R and B acts because of Janae. You know. Yeah. I do see what you're saying. Is because listening to your music, I do see differences in her music and your music. Like I like I said, you're a lot more. I I would say you're a lot more free will, like more unpredictable of which route you're gonna go. Like mm-hmm. in a good way. Like where yeah, 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 yeah. I can see you being like, you know, I I'm in love, but then you're like, yo, I feel like chilling in on the couch today. <laughs> like yeah, so, all in the same song. Like just literally how you feel. Like yeah, it yeah. comes to your mind. Like that's that's kind of the artist the type of artist that you um remind me of, which is dope. Those yeah. are the type of artists that are winning in my You know that one saying, uh there's like this one saying where uh what's that one saying like which is like great people, uh good artists copy great artists steal. Yeah. Good art good artists copy, great artists steal. And I feel like I, I definitely like to use that in, in like making music. I don't wanna technically like you know, I want I'm gonna take what I can, like from great artists because I feel like that's what makes like great music, you know? Yeah. yeah. But I also feel like you don't want to, you know, you don't want to bite somebody's that. whole, yeah, you know, yeah. don't let that, allow, don't let it be like who you are in your, in your music. Cause I feel like I always try my best to take what artists give, but put it in my own inspiration, you know? Cause then, yeah, you know, because you always want to be original. You never want to, like, because then it's, like, I, like, would you rather, like, if I was just a complete, like, Im- like, not image, but if I made music exactly like Janae, would you rather listen to me or Janae? It's, like, probably Janae, because Janae's been in the game longer, you know? Yeah, you know, Janae is, like, 
Is that yeah? But you, I, I, I think it's, you know, it's funny. I think it's okay, like as artists, to say, "Hey, I like this about this artist." Because we, we, mm-hmm. we talked to, uh, to to Space Boy Uno. We 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 had a similar conversation, um, and we we all agreed. I believe, right? Which we all agreed that it's okay to be like, "I like this about this artist." Mm-hmm. I like this about this artist. I like this. Definitely. You know there's what I mean? There's something, I think there's something very, uh, I think, flattering, right? Like, it, like it, it's it's okay to in, to get inspiration, but like you said, uh, Jalen, like, you got to kind of carve your own path, like, especially if you want to be great. Yeah, if you want to be great. Which one is it? Yeah. What it comes down to. And, and like you said, I the, definitely feel. No, you go ahead. I'm sorry, I keep cutting you off. No, no, no. I, actually, I think there might be a, a a delay with my audio problem. I feel like there's a delay, but no, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just gonna say that. Yeah, I feel like you know you always gotta be like open minded, definitely to like artists and and what they do, because I I feel like you know that being open minded to those things also help you just be creative. You know, yeah, like, because yeah. that person, that person might, like, do something and whatever he does, you know, that can bring back, like, some type of inspiration that you've had before and lost, you know? Like, yeah. you never know. And, yeah. and that's why I never try to be, like, I mean, that's why I even, you know, when I'm doing something, for example, my photo shoot the other day, like, I thought I did a fucking hell of a job, but when I showed it to my team, it was like, no, that's not really what we're looking for. So it's like, okay, shoot, like let's do this again. Then you know, like I felt yeah. I felt that what I was supposed to do. But you always gotta be like open minded to to like, mm-hmm. you know, other artists' opinions and and creative like aspect about it. Because you know that's that is how you become great. You know, you don't become great just by listening to your own opinion yeah. on things. You know, yeah. Unless if you're very dedicated and devoted to like exactly what you want, then maybe it could work for you. But I think most of the time, great artists are created by just being very open-minded and and that take criticism very well. You know. That's well said. That is that is like you are mature beyond your years. Like <laughs> that is like perfectly because I it's um you know your team Caspian Pink mm-hmm. and you know when you have a team that's honest you got a team that uh are also doing music they understand the ins and outs of music like who mm-hmm. you surround around you is so important to me you know? definitely like for definitely. Instance, yeah having yeah. a team i feel like having a team that like understands each other's vision right like and like you said you know you got to have people that inspire you who can give you feedback and you not flip out right you i feel like everybody believe in each other enough to allow everybody to 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 make things work which actually brings me to my next question because i really want to get into you know he does as well like your, the new album you got dropping tell us about that you know what what's the name you know what, what's the direction behind that so i'm terrible at at names all my all my names that you see on my project, that's all my producer. I just don't, I can, I can never come up with a cool name for like anything. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but like, um, 
I'm very, very proud of, of this one. And, like, I'm, I'm very hard on myself when it comes to, like, just my music and, and stuff like that. But, like, I'm very proud of this project. Once you listen to this new one and you listen to Seven Roses, I don't know if you guys listen to Seven Roses, but if you guys did, you guys are going to hear, like, such a, just a progress, like, in everything. The production, the vocals, the the engineering and, and mixing and mastering and all of that. You guys are going to hear such a, like, just a progress in it. And, and even in my writing, you know, like, I, I love it so much because my fans and, and the people that support me are going to listen to this growth that's in my life, you know, like. I came from this heartbreak and, and just honestly, not even just a heartbreak with a relationship, but even the relationship with myself, you know, like there was no relationship with myself. There was no like really like it's just self love and respect, you know, that I could have gave myself. And, and with this project, I feel like you, you hear a lot, you hear more of that, you know, okay. in, in the best way. Like, you know, I'm in, I'm in another relationship that's like way healthier and, and just beautiful and flourishing. And, and you get to hear that too, you know, but you also get to hear like, just like they have this one song called Nia Long. And it's just like me talking about like, damn, this party sucks. Like, I wish I wasn't at this party. I wish that I was actually in a jacuzzi drinking wine by myself. Like, you know, like, <laughs> like I have music, I have music like that in the album. I have music that, you know, just talks about like I look so I look so good you know and you're mad because your man wants me like yeah you know I got music like that too in this album and it's just like you know it's it's, it's just beautiful I love I love the all the categories like um I'm hating in this album because I feel like in the last album it was just one particular like content I was giving to them you know which I'm not mad at because it was my first album and it was the first, like, couple of songs I've dropped since 2015. So, mm-hmm. you know, Seven Roses definitely grew my fan base to where it is right now. But I feel like this next project is just going to just be – it's going to go crazy. Like, we're doing a lot to make it just – we're doing a lot to make this a big thing, a big thing, you know? Okay. Yeah, that's important. You're going to get, like, a thousand streams from me just, like, on the first week. <laughs> bro, if you do, bro, it's all love. I appreciate which, it. Which one do you? Where do you want your streams? You want it on Spotify, Apple Music? <laughs> which one do you want? Honestly, to just because the quality is just super dank, we gotta do Apple Music. Ah, okay, okay. <laughs> Got it. Check mark. Let me put that on. But honestly, it's whatever you choose, bro. It's whatever <laughs> well, you choose. I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I'm like, not mad. I'm definitely gonna be listening on Spotify. And this is not an ad for them, but I just rock with them. I, that's, I like I like Spotify. But yeah, Apple Music. No worries. No, I just no don't worries. have Apple. I don't have an iPhone. What do you want me to do? Jalen, he's a he is a Apple, he's an Apple hater. That's he, he <laughs> Honestly, I would I would have an Android if it wasn't so goddamn complicated. To Thank like, you. If it wasn't so complicated to manage, like, I feel like I don't know what I'm doing when I'm touching an intro. Thank you. Come on, Sim- Simplicity, Ooch. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta stop. Listen, I will personally show you how to use an Android phone. <laughs> it's not that hard. It's, but, um, listen, 
iPhone people are cooler. Which just just admit, just admit it. We just cooler than the Android people. But it's all good. We don't, we don't gotta admit. We don't gotta admit. Look, look, man. Go, go, go with that. If that's what you believe, go with that. But that's a damn lie. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jim, I got one more question. This is gonna be the most important question by far. Um, it's serious. <sighs> Let me take a breath before I ask. So, um, how's quarantine life? Oh, God. <laughs> um, honestly, it's, this is, I, honestly, it's not, like, I feel like this quarantine is being done for my favorite, and that might sound selfish as fuck, but it's, like, I've been really working so hard to, like, just get things done at the right time and like even the opportunities that I, I want you know they weren't if quarantine didn't happen I feel like those things they wouldn't have been done you know yeah and I feel like almost like my my boy lavish always says that like when you really want something the universe will literally bend down at its like fucking will to give you what you want mm -hmm. and I and honestly like this is how I feel about it. Like, I feel like I wanted to do Coachella Fest, but I didn't have any, like, um, I didn't have any blogs or or um, any, like, writing credit to, like, do Coachella Fest. But because of this quarantine, I'm actually getting those things done, you know, where mm -hmm. there is a possibility I could do Coachella Fest, you know? Mm -hmm. There's, like, just other, just other things, too. I mean, at the same time, it still sucks because it's, like, yeah, I wish I can just, like, go to the store and get what I need without having to have any, like, complications, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. because of because yeah. of it being the way it is, that sucks, you know? And, and just because of all the people passing away and going through this situation, I I have, like, my, I mean, my uncle passed away from it, from it last week, you know? Yeah. Um, so... It's all good, you know, but it's it, it happens. It's it's life. I feel like everything happens for a reason. I feel like if God, you know, whatever reason God has for it being done like this, you know, I feel like we're gonna we're gonna reap the outcome very soon after this is all over, and we're gonna see things differently, better. You know, I don't really think. I just don't see things negatively. You know, yeah. I, I I try my best to see the best things out of life. Cause at the end of the day, I, I just, I just feel like, you know, I, I just feel like life is, is, it's a lot of ups and downs, you know, and, and sadly life doesn't feel sorry for us, but we just got to keep it moving and do yeah. our best to be sane, you know? <laughs> oh, very well said. Very well said. Yeah, I, I love, I love your perspective. I really do. It's so, it's so genuine. It's so real. You know, it, I feel like. Yeah. It's so authentic that like you were, we were talking earlier about that you know people who can relate to your story and your and your life and all of that like keep being genuine you know i feel like mm -hmm. people are gonna really really gravitate towards that type of energy you know and and it's cool yeah. it's you're investing in your in your craft you know like during this whole quarantine time definitely like i'm mm -hmm. i know i'm hyped for this new project and um you know Logs and, and people who are supporters out here, you definitely we rock with you. So we, we definitely gonna show you some love, you know. Like thank you so much. I, I appreciate it. Like any any bit of like like notice, you know, 
excuse me, I, I like, I appreciate it so much, like, because out here, you know, I'm, nobody knows about, like, hardly anybody knows that, like, you know, where Coachella is at, is at, or my city, or where we're from, no one has really came up yet, and if, like, I mean, we've had, like, other stars, but that was, like, way before my time, you know, mm -hmm. like, yeah. so it's, like, I, I'm I'm happy to like rep where I'm from and and just getting more exposure and stuff like that. I'm just very grateful for it because you know nobody knows this place. You know, mm -hmm. I feel like I feel like Drake. You know, being known for Toronto, like for Toronto right now. Like I feel like I'm Drake being known for Toronto. Like you got it. You got the. I, I listen. I'm not. I'm not just saying it just to say it. Like I think you got it. You know, you got it it where like there's something about you that I think as an artist from an artist standpoint that like I can just see blowing up like I can just see like the shine the, the, the appeal like yeah you can't thank you so much it's funny you can't like learn it <laughs> you can't like buy it you just mm -hmm. got it. you just have it yeah it no I I'm so we don't even know what it is half the we can't even like when you can't even define it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like half the people who are dope and who are great artists, half the time we can't even we don't even we can't put out can't even pinpoint. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh -huh. So thank you so much, man. I, I honestly like and that's the where I'm at right now too. It's funny that you say that. It's like right now, just it's you can have it, but that don't mean that like you have all the other things that seems to be easier for others than it are for those, you know, like mm -hmm. me and performing, I got to do like, I just got to do more of that, you know, like just be, I just got to be better at it. Cause I, I'm, I'm not the best to be on stage and, and like just rock out the fucking stage, you know, like, or even like just being on time with like these shoots of what I'm going for. Like and people, there's some people and some artists are just like, they got that. You know, <laughs> like, but they don't have it though. But yeah. yeah, but at least I can learn. You know, at least I can learn that, which is I'm I'm grateful for. But you're right. Some people just they don't that you can't learn it. You know, and I don't know what I have that makes it it. But shit, I'm grateful that I have that. <laughs> I was gonna say keep, keep, keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, any questions? Um, no, I think we, I mean, we pretty much asked them all. I mean, you, you answered a whole lot of questions that we, that we had listed down and you just kind of answered. So, I mean, I'm, again, we, we thank you for joining. Like, it's, I mean, it's dope to have you on and, um, yeah, we, 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 we're, we're looking forward to the project. So, you know, if, we, if you get a little, if you get a little feedback from us to let you know how, how to, how the project is sounding, definitely don't be surprised. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I would love to do this again when I'm actually like, like actually prepared to do it do it um you know yeah. after the album drops and stuff i would love to like connect with you guys again and, and talk about the project and, and more stuff that's up to come you know um, yeah. yeah i just noticed my name on here ling ling my my producer i mean my producer my photographer put ling ling on it and i was like damn i should have changed that to Jalen. <laughs> but <laughs> I was telling them, I was telling them, like, I was like, who the hell is Ling Ling? Should I let them? I was like, is this spam? Like, who the hell is this? <laughs> yeah, I know. 
right, Matt. But next time, you know, um, next time I'm around, we're gonna do this correctly. Look at this guy. Hold on one second. Oh, that's my photographer, Lavish. What up? What up? What up? Mm, he's good. He can't hear you at all, but it's okay. I'll tell him you say what's up. Yeah. So um. Yeah. So when the quarantine is over, like we definitely, you know, we'll come out to Coachella and like we can even do the the interview. I mean, obviously, like I don't know when this is gonna ease up, but honestly, I think I think everything should be being. Oh, this is what I heard though. So don't I don't I'm not don't take my word for certain, but you know I think it's supposed to be done by like May twenty twenty something. I believe this whole quarantine shit. Damn. That's good. That's good. It what is getting about? hot, so. Hell yeah. 100 degrees and knock out anything. <laughs> 100 degrees um, knock out anything. For real. Um. So the ne- uh, next time you guys be thinking about linking or or the same. Say that one more time. So next time, you're talking about actually like linking up in person. Yeah. Oh yeah, we down. Like we 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 definitely down. Okay. Like we're we're definitely trying to um expand and you know we're definitely we're, we're cool with coming out there i mean you know we got some people we definitely want to show some love to and we could definitely be one of them because if we can talk about your new album especially after it comes out man it's gonna be fire. oh wait but you guys aren't from here though you guys are from denver right nah we in dc oh why did i thought denver yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my I dad denver, so off. I, love <laughs> I love me some denver but yeah <laughs> no, close. Denver, we could have got on a road trip. It was just yeah. like, hell yeah, got some cheeses, okay. some. It's some... hella far, but I'm I, I'm with whatever you guys are on. So, <laughs> five hour flight, that ain't that ain't much, you know. Five <laughs> what you talking about? Five hour flight? What you getting the best flights? I'm talking about nonstop flight. You damn right. Oh, not, you, you, like, you, like, you, I mean, especially. Especially now during this quarantine, you guys get the the tickets hella cheap, I believe. Oh yeah, for sure. I think tickets were like forty dollars to get to Vegas from here. So, <laughs> <laughs> wow, isn't that crazy? Uh, that yeah. is hella crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. So, um, anyway, we, yeah, we appreciate you for joining us, man. We thank we look. You so much. Thank you so like much. I said, thank you for joining our show. Thank you. Um, we'll talk again. Very soon. Thank you, guys. You guys are amazing. I'm, I'm glad. I just, honestly, I, I love seeing just people be in their element as well as people love watching me be in mine, you know? Like, it's, it's. I just love creative people that do what they do. Like, yeah, that's that's all. But I appreciate you guys. Thank you for this opportunity again. And we'll link very soon to, to do this after the album drops and, and all of that. Yes, ma'am. Oh, yeah. All right. I don't want you well, you guys have a a blessed day. Take care. Stay safe. And all of that. Peace. Yeah, peace. Absolutely.